guys. Episode eight. It's definitely episode eight, yeah. It's def- yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah. Episode eight of Don't Spoil the Ending. I am Joe. I'm Nick. I'm Jono. Hi, Diane. I'm Agent Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sam. Okay, we've got Agent Cooper with us this week. So yeah, this week we're going to be talking about Twin Peaks and Firework with me. Yeah. It's going to be a good chat. Yeah. It's going to be some wild ranging opinions on this one. <laughs> a confusing chat. For yeah. me, my mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, like, let's let's cover some other stuff. Um, have we done much interesting this week? Oh, well, well Jono's been up to a bit of a... Bit of business um, this week on Twitter. Uh, no, that might have been a bit of a slight error. Well, you were you were liking the Nicki Minaj topless pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, that was a, an error. That was me. An error. Oh, me you, scrolling too fast. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally pressing it. You meant to dislike the pictures, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. I just, I yeah. So they oh. they well they popping up off all the fitness ones. I just happen to be. Clearly, a fitness geek. <laughs> and you're checking out some new guy liner on the, uh, the glam makeup. Well, I've been speaking to those people and they feel like they can get Joe on the show. After his experience working for Max Factor, they think he can do some guy liner work. I'm, I'm taking my tips from you, John, wearing your full face of makeup right now. <laughs> well, I'm on the air and I didn't realise it was just a recording. <laughs> well, you turned off for a video shoot here today. <laughs> Yeah. Other than that, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been waiting to say that about me. That's all that's happened this week. That's pretty much it, but yeah. I've um, got much TV we've watched or anything that we're looking forward to. That would be me and Nick and Sam, but we're at different stages. A better call Saul. Okay. Nick's literally up to date. I'm one. I'm this week's I, episode behind and Sam's two behind. I won't spoil anything then. But He's like, not going to spoil it for <laughs> Exciting you. stuff, guys. Are we, are we enjoying... Well, is this season three now? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I'm glad that you're saying some exciting stuff is going to happen because I think I've watched four, four or five episodes and I think like it's been it's been quite slow and uneventful so far. Yeah. It's been sort of like, like no I big think, thing that's happened. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I think the next episode you're in for a treat. Okay. Do you know what I'm good, thinking good, good. that the drama is coming from? It's coming from Mike. It's not coming from. Yeah. It's not coming from anywhere else. It seems to be the way Mike's relationship is with Hector. The fact that he's still. Yeah. Trying like, to get like, it, there's a lot more about like the relationship between uh, um, G- Jimmy and uh, oh, Jimmy. and, and, and the Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Ch- uh, yeah, Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Really, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, there's a lot more in like coming episodes about that. To like, be honest, I'm liking the involvement of going, getting Gus Frink in it from. Obviously, that's that's what I've been waiting there's, for. There's, there's a few more like there's a few more surprises in the next couple. Obviously, like I think they're just in this season they're just gonna bring like loads of people back. Yeah. No, like there's. You obviously see like already like quite a lot of recurring characters sort of like coming back and you're like oh they're in there. Yeah. Like, it's quite it's quite good. Like on the next episode, like like there's I don't think I think you'll see you'll meet one next episode and like, I'll just like go. <laughs> it's like every time you you you're watching it and you're thinking oh that person's been in Breaking Bad you're like oh how close are we to before like Breaking Bad starts? Yeah. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. How many more series can we get before it'll start? It'll be the start yeah, of that. Virgin into Breaking Bad. That's, yeah, I, don't, that's, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to do a few more. No, I think what they're doing, they're going to do like a little bit up towards it, and they're skipping until after it. Ooh, I, I, like I think that. I think they're like, like they said before it even came out. We're going to like do, um, it's going to be big before it and after it. Ooh, I so like I assume like they're going to like skip. And well, that's well better because if you're a Breaking Bad fan, because like we, we've seen snippets of um, Jimmy like afterwards in working in his, at the cinnamon role the cinnamon play, role yeah. play. So like. Um, and I think you've seen like bits, haven't you? Where like that guy like robs something from his shop, and he's like, 
uh, at the beginning. He, yeah. He's in the photo booth. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like that. Yeah, so like, <laughs> like, don't know where he is. So he's like, there. maybe there's more to do. Like, there's more like afterwards because, that happens to him. Like. Well, there's previous scenes where you see him in the Cinnabon, whatever it's called, like working there, and then like that one in this series, he 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 still has like lo- that lawyer instinct because he says. Don't say anything. Yeah, yeah. Kill a lawyer. Like, it's because the security guy then goes, "You're an asshole." Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, "Yeah, he is." But yeah, yeah. I, I only watched season one of Better Call Saul, and whilst yeah, whilst I enjoyed it, I, I never felt the urge to go and watch season two when that came out. I wasn't hooked. It, it's it's, it's one of I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I I, I, I like Breaking Bad. I think I prefer Better Call Saul. Yeah, I'm kind of that opinion, sort of like yeah. I find it a bit. I don't know. It's it's a bit more. Relaxed in a way, yeah. it's more comedic. I think I'm. I was more drawn into Breaking Bad just because I felt like I had this addiction, like a method, <laughs> <laughs> to carry on watching episodes. Like I was trying to fit in too many episodes in a day, maybe four or five episodes. But with this, I'm literally. See, I, I don't mind just watching one a week. See, I feel like it's enough. Like for me, like the only thing I was really itching to watch for Breaking Bad was that second half of the last season, like because of how long I waited, like I need to watch yeah. every episode. <laughs> Most cool. I prefer Jimmy's a character though. I think like oh, yeah. far more interesting. Like Saul was always yeah. sneaky and underhanded, and he knew every trick to get out of things. Whereas Jimmy does know these things, but doesn't necessarily use them. He has a conscience. He, he yeah, it's more like his, his morality is much better in this. I, I he, can't, I can't yeah. wait to speak to you about. The next two episodes, because like there is some, <laughs> there is some interesting things that like I actually want to talk. Well, to, to be about, honest, so. this episode that I've missed this week was just down to me falling asleep. Mm. I was planned to watch it, went to put it on, and then fell asleep. Well, I would have watched it last night, but I got kind of sidetracked with uh, some deleted scenes, which were from the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <From that, laughs> I think I think we'll talk about like yeah. a bit, like, <laughs> um, a bit of wasted time, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm still loving it I think you should get into it John how far did you get into it? like Joe only just, uh, just the first one yep. honestly it, I know it might seem like a slow burner like Sam saying it's a bit laid back and it you might almost seem lethargic but there is it builds a story it's helping you with Breaking Bad so if anyone's not, not watched Breaking Bad either watch this as well and yeah, it'll be fair, in conjunction I, with it oh look yeah he's never really watched Breaking Bad but he loved that me and him watched the first season together we loved it I, I mean I do too um yeah. I think I think it does stand alone. It's like uh, on its own. It's good. Like you don't need to watch Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Obviously, like. Breaking Bad is a that's going to go down as one of the best TV shows. Souls are more laid back. There's not, not many like it. I would say I put True Detective series one in the bracket of would, Breaking yeah, Bad definitely. as being that good. But we should we should do an episode once talking about our top five TV shows or just True Detective. Season two. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> have, we, have we watched anything else or looking forward to I've actually else? watched a film this week it's an old one okay but it was a cracker of a film um, I watched American History X okay I, in, I've, I've, I have yeah, seen it but it was a long it. time ago it's, yeah. it's been, been yeah, a few so years since I last watched that one like yeah. it's another like last week I talked about a film which I've been getting pestered to watch yeah but this is another one so I thought oh, I'll give it a watch and uh, oh, it was amazing it blew me yeah. away absolutely blew me have away have you seen it before no never before. no I've not seen it. Oh, it's really good. It is really good. Like, it. like it's so intense. Yeah. Like, um, there's like certain scenes that I was just like, oh my god, what's happening? Yeah, right yeah, scenes. Are, are you planning on watching it? Or yeah, it's one of those films where you always hear sort of like. I won't. I won't this spoil. This is a film you have to. I won't, I won't yeah. spoil anything then. But like these bits, and you just laugh. What? This is this stuff actually happens. It, and it's and, definitely yeah, a film you need to be in the right frame of mind to watch it because right. if you're not, you just be like, what the fuck. 
fuck. Yeah, you have to be in a depressive mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, 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 yeah. I think, I think like, one of the... I'm not sure if this is in the same bracket, but whenever I watch Requiem for a Dream... Yeah, yeah. Is it half a dream or for a dream? Requiem for a Dream. For a dream. Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We all know what I'm about. Yeah. I, I do know what you mean, but yeah. Like, yeah. When you watch that film, like every, I've watched that a few times now. I've watched the director's cut version as well with some of the darker scenes that have been extended. Yeah. S to S. S to S. Yeah, so there's a lot of lot of stuff there that is quite dark. You, after after you watch that film, you definitely need a shower because you need to <laughs> well, wash the dirt away from that you. Film, Are I, you like get do you feel well, similar? with that film of like Requiem for a Dream, I've watched it once. Mm. And I have no intention of ever watching it again because <laughs> it just it buried itself deep inside of me. That film it got to me it, so bad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> at the end, I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> it is a wrong film. I, I felt grim. Like you say, I felt like I needed to watch. It's, I don't, yeah, I I reckon we 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 could all watch that at some point. Maybe maybe it's a main film or maybe a sub yeah, I film. I've not watched it for years. I think we need a shower after about. speaking about it. As yeah, well. together. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not together. I feel, I feel like a shower now, just talking about it. <laughs> it's really interesting. Like, there's a lot of history behind it as well. Like Tony Kay, who directed it, basically kind of wanted his name taken off the film because of studio studio involvement, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, it'd be a good, yeah. Uh, it's good discussion. Yeah. Which one's that you're on about? That's American history. Yeah, it's quite quite a dark. Yeah. It is a very dark film. Like, like it's got memories in it, which are all shot in black and white, and like for some reason that adds to like how yeah. like grim it is just watching it. And, yeah. And and it's Edward Norton. Um, yeah. yeah. As, as in the on that. And like <laughs> so, some some of the scenes he was like, I was blown away by like some of the like scenes. Like this one bit where he's like proper staring at his brother, and I was just like. Yeah. I, feel I felt like, like he was staring into my soul. Do you know what's funny though? He's such a good actor, but I feel like he's got a really passive personality. Like he's really. In, he... Do you think he's like his character in Fight Club? No, I don't. <laughs> I think he, I think the majority of the time he's like this most laid back, strange person. But in Fight Club, yeah, he's like neurotic. He's he's. Yeah. Edward Norton is the forgotten Incredible Hulk. People yeah. just forget that he yeah, did. That, that's, that, that's all I remember him. Apart from Fight Club, to be fair, but like, yeah, Fight Club, yeah. like, like apart from that, apart from Fight Club, I only ever knew him from. It, in, yeah, in my opinion, I think I'd put him in a bracket of being an underrated actor. Barring, we'll, we'll we'll keep the whole oh, thing. We'll, out we'll call him underrated. I call yeah. him, he's equally rated. Where the thing I was in the, in the late nineties and early two thousands, just being hyped as the next big thing, you know. Okay. Kind of but I think actor. I mean more. He's never really like fulfilled it, have you know? No, I just don't think he's been given the roles. Like, but yeah. He's chosen totally weird yeah. stuff to do, like the Bourne Legacy, you know, part four and stuff. Yeah. Like, why are you choosing? I don't know. What would, what would you <laughs> rate American History X next? Oh, that's a, uh, definitely a solid 4.5 for me. Mm. Like, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd have to rewatch it again, but I'm, 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 I might even go as far as five. Yeah? It was a really good film. You like, put that in your classic film. Yeah, it was a really yeah. good film. Like, like, every, I, I, like, normally, like, I'll, I'll get my phone and I'll start, like, scrolling and stuff. This phone, I was. Engage the entire film like oh, yeah. it's lucky it isn't something that we'd review because I feel like because I was last night trying to watch that film and make notes on my phone when the last time I watched that I wouldn't have had a chance to make any notes mm. I'd been looking at my phone and it'd be blank Wait, it's fucking without spoiling anything yeah. there's, there's this one thing that happens in the film and like it's the most shocking thing you can see it's just like my god I think you're going to watch it aren't you yeah, <laughs> I, but I, mean, like, spoil it. No, I, 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 I won't get around to it anytime soon so if you want to say like, right, okay, don't I, I, spoil I, the ending I'm going to spoil these two bits I'm going to talk about these two bits then 
Like, and, and it's just because of how much these bits affected me. Like, there's this one bit, right? Because it's, it's about, like, racism, essentially, and, like, yeah. And they go into this shop, which is, like, run by, like, black people and, like, like, foreign people. And they go in, and there's this girl on the counter, and they're just pouring milk on her, like, forcing stuff in her mouth, and she's there crying, and, like, I'm starting going, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and it just took me... And this other bit, though, he goes to prison, Edward Norton, yeah. for killing someone. What he did, he made them bite a curb and fucking... Stamped on their uh, That's the moment that's just, just come. I've seen so many gifts. That's it, yeah, it, it's, it's it, honestly, it, it blow. Oh, it, yeah. it, it's it, bad, isn't it? Like, it's really bad. Do you know what? I, I, I kept turning away. I was like, oh, God, no, no. <laughs> I almost. I, I love it because. <laughs> I kept stomping. No, I love the film because I feel like some films, you you sort of just think, oh, it's a film, this, it's, it's over dramatised. This almost appears as if it could be real. Like, this stuff, no, does, like, this stuff genuinely happens. Absolutely, it all portrays of, it really well. Pretty much all of it, like, like you can believe happening. Totally. Kind of thing. Yeah. So it's almost engrossing. It, it, it borders on it. It could be a documentary if you were like an undercover document, like documentary making. You were making it about neo Nazis. I feel like it could. Like a Louis through thing. Or yeah, it could. Yeah, like we've uh, spoke about. This isn't the main film, so maybe, <laughs> maybe we should. Yeah. Uh, Let's move it along. Yeah, um, along Nick, you're, you're a fan of Orange is the New Black. Oh, yeah, big fan. Oh, you are. Has anyone else watched that? Yeah. That no, I haven't actually. No. There's a new uh, show coming out from the producers of Orange is the New Black. Have you heard about this? Oh, no. <laughs> is, 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 What's that in South Park? He goes, have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? Is, is it Jimmy? Oh, well, uh, it is Jimmy. Jimmy is on that doing stand-up. Yeah, they're bringing is, out is a... Is it the same producer or the same creator? Uh, same producer. Because like oh. I've, I've watched quite a few shows... Okay. Um, by the creator of it, like right. she, she did that weeds I was talking about yeah. a few ago, yeah. and like I, I like her stuff. Okay, but I don't know what the producer. Well, the producer is bringing a new show out. It's we're combining our two worlds here, Nick, of Orange Is the New Black and wrestling. All right. <laughs> um, there's a show coming out called Glow, which is a TV show. Uh, Glow stands for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Okay. Is this <laughs> so going to be like a it's documentary? Oh. Definitely pique your interest. Is it going to be? It's going to be a Netflix series. So is it um, an original? Like documentary types? No, it's it's an actual, it's it's supposed to be like a comedy drama similar to, it's Orange is the New Black comedy. Yeah, it has, uh, I, I've heard Yeah, so it's got like Alison Brie in it. So That's who's oh, going to be in like it. Oh, yeah. like she'll be in that. Um, but it's going to be about the Glow Federation, which was a wrestling federation, well, it still is, a wrestling federation founded in 1986 to present. So I'm not sure when it's set. From the trailer, it it could be, it, well, I'll be honest, I've watched the start of the trailer, I've not watched the full trailer. <laughs> but, <Hold> on, <laughs> so unprepared. What race are you Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure like how it'll be, how it will go, but it's got a quirky sort of humour to it. Okay. It's, it's, I'll probably watch it. Might be worth a watch look. if you if you subscribe to Netflix. I, I, I am so much work of it. Would you prefer it to be from start to finish, as in start in nineteen eighty six or whatever you said? And I don't know. Like I, a, I, build I, the story. I, yeah, to be honest, I watched I watched I watched most of the trailer. I was a bit pushed for time this week fitting a whole season of Twin Peaks on the filming. <laughs> but yeah, like from the trailer, it looks like it's set in the eighties. It's set on the founding of that federation, and it's about women. I don't know if it's going to have a feministic tone to it, but it's, it's about women getting into this thing, into this 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 business, which is quite a weird business anyway. Yeah. And <laughs> they're just finding different personalities for women and finding different wrestling abilities. And then that's this show is just going to be based on that company, which is mad because I'd never heard of this promotion. 
even though I, I know most of the independents, but I haven't heard about this one. But they're making a Netflix show with the producer of Orange is the New Black. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Mm-hmm. It no. might be something to have a look at when it comes out. Maybe yeah. watch an episode. Talk, yeah. Talking of Orange is the New Black, like just a little bit of news. Have you heard that the uh, they, they got hacked? Um, uh, and, yeah, it's so Sony. Um, no, that's not no, Netflix. Netflix, sorry, yeah. and uh, and Orange in the Black has been yeah. leaked to the newest season because oh, really? basically they, they they said like right, you need to give us a load of money of why we're leaking Orange. In the New Did they Black. actually end up leaking the show? Yeah, because they were like, we're not giving you money, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so they leaked the show, and now I think they're now with uh, Disney saying we're going to leak Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, they are. And, uh, <laughs> and they're, they're again going, yeah, we're not giving you money. <laughs> leak it all you want. You could so, say uh, so, Orange is the new hack. <laughs> oh. Go on, John. <laughs> he might have to. His things aren't working. He's not getting any money off these people. For <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd just uh, bring about a little bit of news. Yeah, yeah while, no, we're on topic. Topic. While, while we're on the news uh, topic, uh, South Park, the fractured butthole, yeah. got a release date. It has, October. October the 17th. Only, I, yeah. I, it's I, only I, five months away. I actually, <laughs> I actually pre-ordered this game, right? Um, um, in like 2013 or it, something. Like last year. <laughs> I pre-ordered it last year. And I got the free version of uh, what's the other one? A stick, the stick, stick of, of truth. truth, which is good. I got that. I got yeah, the stick yeah, of truth. Great, played yeah. the stick of truth, mm-hmm. and then they they messaged me going right. Um, it's kind of been delayed. So if you want, you can cancel it. No worries. I was like, ah, oh, no, I'll keep it. No worries. And then a couple of months later, I got another email going. Right, we don't know when it's coming out. So we're, <laughs> we're canceling it. You can keep that free game. And that's it done. Oh really? So now I need to pre-order it again. But um, yeah. so I've got a free game, and now I've got to pre-order the game. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind, obviously. But have like, you ever played Stick of Truth? Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I got yeah. the Stick of Truth for free. No, I mean before. Like, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> I'll edit this one. So, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I got it for free. I got it for free and played it. Yeah. Yeah, so let, let's just yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, over that. What do, you, what do you think of the stick of truth, Nick? I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It's, it's a good game, isn't it? Really fun game. Have you played it, Nick? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't I, know if I've played that game. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed the stick of truth. No I idea for it. It was fun, really. Yeah. Fun. I like the idea of making your own character walking around town, and then I remember you walk past the cinema, and in the bush you just say, "Hey, bust!" <laughs> and it's just all gone. Looking for man bear. Have you seen I'm totally sick. And, and like on the same kind of story, um, they've announced the release of the new season, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. September. September. John, you 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 stopped watching South Park for about seven years. Yeah, yeah. And then you got back onto it recently, and. Yeah, and now and now he members that are PC yeah. principal. Woo woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I think South Park's one of the best shows going. I know yeah, that's that's a common opinion, but a lot of people don't think it's as good now than it used to be. No, which I is, think it gets better. To be honest. Yeah, I, I genuinely yeah. Sorry, like no, sorry, like you guys. Kind of, I feel like you think Family Guy is getting worse. The longer oh, it definitely on. is. Yeah. Simpsons has definitely fell off a cliff since series yeah. 10. Yeah, yeah. Well, South Park is getting it's more just, relevant and yeah. more. Just gets better. Every, every, better. Like, and that, that little switch up a few years ago where it's um like all the season is like one big yeah one big intertwining story. Yeah, yeah. You know? I thought that was like really interesting, yeah, but well, I think next season they might be going away from that. Might it? Does sound like yeah. Purely by the Donald, name, purely by the name of the last episode. Yeah, and the whole Donald Trump thing's kind of ruined the plans a bit. So yeah, <laughs> they might have to go back. And <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now because now they've got Mr. Garrison as the president of the country, <laughs> and they never planned that. 
<laughs> yeah, I've, I've got one more thing to bring up this week before we move on to Twin Peaks. I've got um, a couple of things still yeah. yet, to be honest. Yeah, I'll, but I'll let you well, go first. Yeah. I wasn't going to move it straight on. I was going to go first. Can yeah. you? No, um, I finished off watching Batman v Superman oh, Dawn of Justice yeah. this week, oh, so I want to give you my opinion on this. Yeah, so like, if I just... Well, Johnny, you weren't on last week, so I'll just give a recap for anyone who's not listened to the last week's episode, which you can find on iTunes and all good podcasting apps. Yeah, because we don't <laughs> want to be biased. What? what the fuck has just happened? <laughs> Throw my bottle open. Live oh. on the podcast. Uh, oh, Inman had broken his bottle open. I mean, we're not trying to, we're not trying to record a podcast. <laughs> 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 but he can't go anywhere without getting drunk, so he needs to sort of... Yeah, we can do that. It's like speed, <laughs> isn't it? When, <laughs> when you edit that, but I shall hear the disappointed in my voice. So, Inman, when you're in the car on the way home, how are you going to cope for half an hour without, <laughs> without an open bottle of beer? What do you mean? I'll just drink a drive. <laughs> right, okay. Well, right, 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 right. We're moving on. Yeah, back, back, back to BBF Colin the OJ. Right. Before I go back on that, please do not drink and drive. Um, <laughs> Sam, I'm speaking to you. I'm just hoping you're Because you, you, you are driving me home, so don't, yeah, I, I want to get home in one piece. Um, Batman v Superman, for anyone who didn't listen to last week's episode, I got up to the bit where... Lex Luthor has got Superman on the top of the building and he's explaining, like, son of Krypton. Oh, wait, was it Spider-Man he had up there? Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spider-Man. So Spider-Man's on the top of the building. No, Superman and Batman are, um, fucking, you're, you're free. Sorry, Batman's not near the building. Jono, yeah, you've seen the film. I have. Um, yeah. Superman is at the top of the building talking to Lex Luthor and he's given the whole spiel about day versus night and he goes, son of Krypton versus Bat of Gotham. And that's what I got up to before I had to turn it off because of me screaming child. Uh, I so, think he saved you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I watched the rest of the film. So it was all, it was like the last hour or so of the film. Oh, so you, you finally got to see the amazing bit where... Well, let me come up to it all. Where it makes a full turn. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, yeah, let me, let me say it. It's, I watched, obviously I watched this at the cinema with you guys. Yeah. Where the, the, the drinks were flowing to put it lightly yeah, that's what I didn't realise <laughs> I didn't realise I fell asleep twice in the film yes because for me I feel like I slept through for five minutes when I actually watched the film at the cinema when I actually watched the film back I was like I've not seen about like the scene had been going on for 25 minutes and I was like I've not seen any of this yeah because the two so... times you woke up you're like meh <laughs> you're, like, and you're like what's happened <laughs> so like I missed the entire fight scene so basically, my memory of the film the first time was at the top of that building, Superman's with Lex Luthor. And yeah. then the next moment I know is they're saving Martha. Um, <laughs> you don't know how, which is like how good, the Martha thing comes about. Well, that's a good 25 minutes. And I only thought I'd slept in the nightmare scene because I'd missed that as well, which oh, is yeah. obviously like 20, yeah. 25 minutes earlier. Yeah, did so, you miss the flash? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, John, Ke- so John Kepler is saying, did you miss the flash? He said he must have been fucking quick. John didn't see him. First time I watched the film, I missed the flash, Aquaman... I missed the nightmare scene. I missed what is a good fight scene between Batman and Superman. Yeah, like, I watched it. that film and came out of the cinema the first time. I didn't even realise it had a proper fight. Yeah. That's a low opinion of it. It's like, that, that film was crap. They didn't do anything. <laughs> no. It's called it's BBS. Metal. It's a big metal helmet and a big crack in it. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. Eye. I was asleep. <laughs> like, but then, because he changes his hat. His hat. His hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, like, that man changes his face. Well, Goes more of a tombola kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, like, halfway through, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm done with this top panel, I'll get rid of this. Um, no, so, like, Batman, like, his mask gets all messed off by Superman. Yeah. I have no memory of that because I was asleep. Right. So, I only seen him when he put his other mask on because he carries a backup. Obviously. And when he's got the other one on, 
that's sort of where I remember the film from is from that right. bit. So I, when I I must have woke up as the the big fighting after. Sorry, I woke up when, when Batman and Superman are saving Martha yeah, yeah. and Doomsday appears. And yeah. watch the rest of the film. Uh, I wouldn't say I, I, I didn't hate it and I didn't dislike it. So you did not like it. Your ratings, <laughs> your ratings in comparison just to the first time. Like in comparison to the first time you watched it, like my rating's gone up since gone the first up. time. I, I like to see that's what happened to mine. Like yeah. I, I, was, I was probably about the same as you. I didn't like it that well, much. What was your rating the first time? Okay, well I've I got two and a half. Like, it. I was like a drunk out of five. Do you know I don't, really, I don't remember? <laughs> to be fair, it was how many units out of five? Yeah. <laughs> um, Pop yeah, twenty five. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> no, yeah. So like, I I watched last week. I I can't remember what I gave it, but I I was said that the first hour and a half of that film is boring. It, it, for the majority of that film, it's boring. Last hour was a lot better, but it's it's a build. It's, it builds up it's, to the I'm end. Gonna, I'll give you I'll give you my rating now. I want to see if people are happy with. But yeah, I, I'm yeah. not asked if you're happy with it. But I'm just gonna tell <laughs> just you. Just see what that is. We'll we'll rate to your rating. Don't <laughs> <laughs> well, kept doing that to mine. He kept telling me what my rating was. I was like, it's not my I'm rating. gonna I'm gonna say this is a a solid free star film that's, that's what I'm going to say what was it before last, I think last week I might have gave it like a 1.5 or a 2 oh, yeah. you were pretty when you I were bladded, down on it when you were pretty bladded, you, you kicked the curb that time didn't you and then you was like oh, getting a 1 or something like that when we were walking back to the train station you're like alright yeah I mean I, it was just yeah I didn't enjoy it the first time I, I enjoyed like we said last week I enjoyed the experience not the film but yeah. this yeah. time I did actually enjoy the film as much of a mess as it is I enjoyed like I said yeah, last I week I don't want to go too far into it but the characters and everything's fine. It's just, yeah. it's just. I don't think it's a good. It's not a well-told story. It's my, not. My really. big issue with it is Doomsday. It just looks like an orc or something. Just I just so think uninspired it, kind of thing. It, the story's bitty, like he's saying. It just doesn't really flow. It's it's yeah, it's. Um, not what, real was, flow. what was that quote used last week, John? Mark Mode uh, said that it was a incoherent, incoherent film. There you go. So that's what it is. It's a solid. It's. I'm I'm bad saying solid. It's a three out of five film. It's not solid it's a, in anything. It, it's an incoherent film that I did enjoy, sort of, but I feel bad for enjoying it because it's a bad film. It feels like you know the films that you get where they're sort of leading on to a big, big scene in a, like a prequel or like a sequel. Sorry, it it just feels like one of them. But there is no sequel to it. That's the problem mm. I've got. Like, All right. set, like setting something up kind of thing. For nothing. Yeah. Well, they yeah. set up Justice League, aren't they? Dawn of Justice League. Yeah, I know I mean, got... that's what it is, and I suppose. I reckon, I, reckon we, I reckon we move on. It should have, it should have had its own merits. I just thought it was his yeah, own. Yeah, I don't think... Before I... we move on, like... Yeah. What do you think of that bit where... Like, the, 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 Spoilers. The, the, the most ridiculous bit in the film where... Save Martha! My mother's called Martha! <laughs> that that was the like... most ridiculous what? bit in a film I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, All it, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I don't, Do you know I what? Don't it doesn't bother me too much. Like, Do you know the only thing yeah. it was missing was them to say well, that the whole Martha... reason he decided to not kill him was because they both share, they both their mums share the same name. I'm not seeing the film on that side. That's, 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 <laughs> the, that's the big turning point in the film. When they realise that their mums share the same name. psychotic at that point and that's what brings him back from being a murderer. Yeah, I'm with John. It makes him realise he's a human being with the mother kind of thing. The only thing that would have took it one step further is the having the same fucking mother that I know they've got different mothers but them, for them to for some reason be related yeah, but I mean that, that in itself I find that interesting that? I've never noticed that, that coincidence that DC's two biggest heroes mothers have the same name I've never noticed that, is, know, that I mean, is that sloppy writing no, well, it's, no, it's, it's no, too no, it's clever, right? No, for this for this movie, they're just using what's already knowledge. 
But in no, a no, no, no. I've, I've, never, I've never put that together in my head and thought I that's a weird right. coincidence that they're both mothers. I don't, I don't mean sloppy writing for the film, I mean for the comic. Yeah, I, 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 think it, I think if anything, it'd be clever writing. Huh? I'm, you you yeah. know for a Quite fact I'm a fan of both separately. In fact, Antario does one as, as a Superman. Superman. Yeah, because yeah. he's obviously my favourite of the two. But Yeah, I just find it interesting. that I've never It's never clicked with me before, but obviously people hate it kind of thing the whole Martha thing because what I was saying was I know it might have been sloppy writing for the comic but really clever to put in the film yeah, yeah. to pick up on to the, use it to use it to, yeah. to, to see it as an urge and it was well used in the film for, for yeah, what it was, was yeah. I'm okay with it I know it was daft it was daft but yeah. for them to pick up on the smallest detail that linked them yeah that's pretty it's pretty genius like for something that is a mediocre film yeah. okay yeah and I agree with that uh, let's move it on yeah John, you said you had some stuff you've uh, watched yeah. and got to speak about this week. Just a couple of things. I won't spend long on this, but the big one is Alien Covenant. Finally got to watch that. I've been dying for that all year. Uh, I didn't totally live up to my hopes for it. Uh, can, I, can I jump in just yeah, with one yeah, point? Well, um, I've heard mixed things about this review. Well, ev- yeah. yeah everyone, film, sorry, not really. everyone pretty much hates it, but they all hated Prometheus, and that to me is a five-star film. I love Prometheus. Well, I think people are just doing this. They're either one or the other. You're alien or you're Prometheus. There's no real... Yeah, you shouldn't be merged. Actually, I'm both, though. Well, no, because you what? said this film merged them, and I don't think yeah, they should be merged. Thing. All right, John, give, give, us, give us the rundown of Alien Covenant. Uh, really quickly, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, it's still a new film, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, uh, basically, I love Prometheus because of the ideas in the film. This one, like John mentioned, it kind of the half go for Alien, half go for Prometheus ideas, and it feels like it's a bit too much. They should just focus on one thing. Yeah. All the Alien stuff in the film, to me, feels really just... Uh, uh, like, put in by fans, because fans wanted it, didn't Yeah, it? a bit like fan service, and, and not like just not very interesting. They're just redoing stuff from the old Alien films, kind yeah. of thing. Whereas the ideas with David from Prometheus, I think are amazing. I love that meme. Like Michael Fassbender is an amazing actor. Mm. To play David, I feel like he gives a cyborg so much, like whatever he is, mm. so much character for something that isn't supposed to have any feeling. Perfect. Like that. Yeah, and all the ideas with David, I love in the film. He is probably half to two thirds of the film. Uh, when you get to see him on the engineer homeworld, I just think, oh, that's amazing. I wish the whole film... I feel like Prometheus 2 was what they wanted to make, but because of the studio interference with Prometheus not doing as well as they hoped, they've made it more like an alien film, which is the wrong idea for me, the wrong, the wrong avenue to go down. They should have made it more like Prometheus 2. Yeah. And just, just done that, really. But or at least done something a bit. But I, I've, I've given it four out of five. I still love it, to be honest with you. Uh, it's just not as good as Prometheus. No. Uh, the look of the film... Isn't as interesting as Prometheus either. There's a lot of just like dark corridors that they're stuck in, that kind of thing. But yeah, I, I really like it. Uh, right. Four out of five. Hopefully, it'll go up on a rewatch. Going on to uh, Assassin's Creed as well. Watched that on Blu ray. Yeah. Uh, actually, better than I thought, to be honest. Uh, quite enjoyed it. I've seen that. Did you, did you like think? it? I did actually like it. I like the whole concept, the strange sort of testing people's brain powers being able to go into the thing. I kind of, kind of liked it. Did you yeah, like I, it? I, I didn't rate it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you basing that on just because it was shit, or the fact no, that? Like, <laughs> are you basing your rating on the film being shit? No, just just no, on its no. own merits of being shit, or what, the what? fact that gamers like, don't like I it. I spoke to John about it earlier, and like, I agree with. I agree that like the bits in 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 the animus, they are really quite like good scenes. Like it is done really nicely. Like, yeah. But like as a whole, I did, I didn't rate the film. I didn't think it was that good. To be honest. I think I mean, it's more a pretty film. It's like it. it a lot Always, of visuals. Yeah, I, I disagree with that. Mike. Do you not like the visuals? In I it? think the film looks like garbage. Like it looks 
like just absolute shit. But my what I like about it is it doesn't go where you expect it to. There's a few weird things they throw in there, like you know, it's just better than expected. Yeah. Really. I wasn't expecting anything, anything, anything from it at all. No, I, I had general uh, consensus. It wasn't, you know, like if you're a big game for Assassin's Creed, you didn't really like the film. You didn't. Yeah. You can relate to them, but you didn't like it. I love all the stuff in the uh, in the animus in Spain. I thought all that was quite good. Well, that was what I liked. Again, <laughs> do you not like that? Huh? All right. Um, I I don't know. I kind I kind of liked it. Um, it was I I thought it was visually better. It didn't it 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 had some content, but you were always trying to match it to a game. Yeah. Like we said, we've done that thing before, haven't we? Where we said game to movie doesn't always yeah. I mean, translate. That's my issue with the game as well. I love all the stuff where they're in the in the past in Spain. All the stuff in the future with the animus, I just think just get rid of that. I the whole film in the past. Yeah, like, I, I, I always sense. felt in the games like they just did kind of put that in there for like I don't know why they put it yeah, in. Yeah, well, I remember, like, I, I I remember feel the like... time that they put it in there in the first one because they didn't feel people would be interested in playing a game set in the Crusades. That's what I mean. I, I mean, I don't know why they thought that because. Yeah. Like I've always wanted to play a game like set in like them kind of times. Oh come on, yeah, they well, so, so so like like when when it came to playing the first game, I loved that game. I I completely smashed that game, even though it was very repetitive. Like I <laughs> yeah, loved yeah. it. I, I think the gameplay in that was repetitive and the, like the the control the system like the controls of it, but I felt like it was pretty groundbreaking at the time. No, so it like was. that kind of game. Yeah. Like, no, it, I actually, it was different to anything else that was out there. I I, like, I I smashed that game when it first came out, and then like the second one came out and. Honestly, like I played it on a PS3, which wasn't mine, so like um, I didn't steal it or anything. It's my little brother's, and like he he sold it like halfway through me playing the game, so like I weren't able to finish it. But like, like I I loved I loved the series, and I, I, I've not played them like in the later game. I think I played Black Flags a bit, but that was basically on a ship. Yeah, I like Black Flag, the pirate game. But yeah, it was uh, it was one. mainly on a ship, and I weren't yeah. that keen on that. I've never played the games, to be honest. No. They're a game series that I've completely mm. avoided. Yeah. I've seen it. I've been around my mates when he's played it. It's not not something I fancied. Like, no. I, I saw Assassin's Creed 2 and I've never never that, really took me that's over. That's probably the best one, to be honest with you. Yeah. Also. To be honest, I, either, I, I know one of two people. You either, There's no middle ground for me with people that I know of the game. They're either proper big fans, can't wait for the release, massive, or yeah. they just don't get it. We work with a couple of massive uh, super fans. Uh, talking about Elliot. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to mention. <laughs> yeah, I've done it again. We mentioned names. Hasn't <laughs> no, no. uh, someone, <laughs> someone else got a tattoo? This one's got a tattoo on the back. Yeah. Yeah. I played the first one. I thought it was really good, but like, does the story? It, does the story in the film tie into sort of like the games or what? Because I'm not. Seeing, not at all. Totally new story. Uh, New character, new location. Oh really? Yeah, completely new. It's like that black flag, so that's completely like goes off the rails with the story, doesn't it? Because like, if I remember correctly, you go into like you work in an office. Yeah, you go into an office place and like you go. It does get back to the main storyline. Oh, does it? Yeah, I Sorry, is Black Flag the one where? Um, do you remember the E three demo they played when they announced that game and they 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 showed the first footage of the game. And the game crashed whilst they were they were playing it on, on the was main that, stage. Was that Black Flag? Though? Was that yeah. Black Flag? I, think oh, I don't, I don't know. I remember hearing about. No, Black he, he was like riding a pirate ship, and he was like, "Oh, look, you can ride the pirate ship," and the game just kept stopping and glitching <laughs> out. And it was it like, probably was if it was a pirate ship. Maybe because yeah. like I remember yeah. just being on a pirate ship all the time. Yeah. I've seen some amazing glitches on that game where the 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 ship has rendered at like the bottom of the sea. And then the ship randomly starts appearing from the bottom of the sea right to the top. And so all the water effects get all messed up. And it's just some really weird glitches where 
the people will the, the ship will then fly into the sky as a glitch and all the people start falling off the ship <laughs> just in the sky in the game and you're like what is going on yeah, <laughs> yeah not, not not game series i've really gotten into i think you like it i think it might be a I probably would. pure street kind of thing yeah, yeah. i like um, pirates i like that. i like pirates he's pirating he? on that one on that one yeah edward kenway <laughs> so, I think. so sam I, I believe you've been watching some of this week haven't you uh well the Seinfeld uh which has been quite long running uh I mean it's when did like... that start like a couple of weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> when did it start though like nineteen ninety eighty eight I think eighty eight yeah is this you is this you taking forever to get round to the show <laughs> <laughs> I thought he started I like even born when it came out <laughs> <laughs> I started episode one back in nineteen ninety four it's taken a while to get through <laughs> well, go on no. Seinfeld tomorrow so I got through like season I'm nearly at the end of season four. I might even be in season five. I just how many it, it seasons are there? Nine. Nine. Oh yeah. I feel like is it... it's it's amazing in the beginning and sort of like all that. It gets a little bit repetitive and they don't follow, like at the start of the whole show, like they have sort of storylines which the characters will follow and they seem to just sort of drift away from that and it's okay. just it turns into the sort of. Each episode has a, a new sort of storyline which they follow and end in that episode. So something different happens in every episode. Which is fine, as long as there's an underlying story, which doesn't seem to have been for sort of like season f- end of season three, season four. Like, I, I don't know, I've never seen it, I don't know anything about it. So, like, is it a comedy? Yeah. Is comedy. it like a sitcom where it's 20 minute episodes kind of thing? Or uh, yeah, 20, or it's 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Minutes. I would say that's where, where friends come from. What, what it was kind of created based on that sort of similar yeah, it does seem a similar setup to it kind yeah. of thing that it, it seems like this set the trend for sort of like a lot of the 90s sort of like sitcoms like friends where it has the the set there's a, this, yeah these set characters yeah. the set base and it just follows and you, you the, just the there's a formula to it basically it sets a formula and sort of like but like Jerry Seinfeld is so funny but he's like I can't, I can't believe how funny it was because it's because it's an old show. It still feels relevant. Like the storylines in it, yeah, and the, anything that happens in it feels relevant. And John's gonna agree, agree with me on this because we've spoke about it off the podcast. But I don't really have anything to say about the show, and I've not said anything what happens in the show yet because that's almost the point of the show. That is the point of the show. <laughs> it's about nothing. And in the sh- in the show. They actually reference like the show's about nothing, but they, <laughs> yeah. they do it quite cleverly and sort of like. But I mean, I don't know what well, your I, views on it. Well, I've like... not mentioned to you. I just watched one the other day from series three, where yeah. George and Elaine uh, have to go to the movies together because Seinfeld's busy, and they realise they've got nothing to talk about yeah. when they, when them two are together alone. <laughs> they, need, they need Jerry there to be the third man. Yeah, and George can't go either, and it's like. But even I think the same a similar thing happens between George and Elaine maybe at one point. Oh, sorry, is that, is that what I meant? Did I not say that? <laughs> did I say George and Elaine? I don't know. Oh, no, actually, I meant George and Elaine. Right, okay. so, sorry. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, yeah, between them two. And the only thing they've got to talk about is bitching about Jerry. <laughs> 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 they get on really well once they realise that. Yeah. that but have you seen any of the stand-up that they do? Well, it, it, they cut it into the show a lot of stand-up stuff, yeah. yeah. And like the episode will loosely revolve around what he's talking about on, on stand-up. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it'll, it'll always start with one of his like a segment of his stand up, and sort of he'll be talking about a, a subject, and then it'll move on to that in the show. Yeah, I think like uh, be like, hey, what about airplane seats? Yeah, and then the show will be all about it on the air. Like even Louis C.K. who 
has the the TV show Louis, like that follows the same formula as what he what Seinfeld and those those two are good friends in real life, like that he follows I, I mean, what that formula is. Back, it was it. set back in like. I, 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 I like Louis C.K. I think he's really funny. So if, yeah. if that's anything like that, then I'd probably enjoy this show. Pretty much the same thing. Like, Louis does, like, this little segments of where he does, like, the uh, stand-up show and then his show will be around. I've only Lou- seen him live <clears throat> on stage. I'm like, I love it. I yeah. love his live stuff. No, it's really good. So like, it- I've watched Louis as well and sort of, like, that is really good. It's, it's a bit more abstract, like, because Louis C.K. just goes off on one. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really good. Oh, cool. Maybe it's just, you maybe you've just missed it just because of when it was set, you know, because like when you when it's so far yeah. back, like in eight years, yeah. you just sort of we bypass it because we're born after it, and you just don't if you don't pick it up. Straight yeah, away, it's, it's never really on TV. About. It's never really on TV, sort of like it's just it's it's on Amazon yeah. Prime. That's the only reason I've picked it up. Like, well, I think I told you I got into it like when in my teens, and I watched like the back end of the show kind of thing, you know, series five onwards maybe, and that was on Sky One at the time, right, the okay. mid nineties. So yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, getting a bit further into it. No, it's good. I love it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've just got one last thing. Uh, La La Land. Watch that on Blu-ray this week. Not, is that that's a musical, isn't it? Uh, I don't think it is, to be honest, but it's got music in it. <laughs> and <laughs> there is a lot of... St- <clears throat> it's like, I, the thing I is, though, it, it starts out with two or three like big musical numbers at the start, and it kind of gets away from that the longer it goes on. Yeah. There's not much actual... Well, singing and see, that's what I mean. I, I would call it a musical, but I, I turned it off halfway. Not, not because I didn't like it. I got really tired and I just needed to <laughs> not watch a film at this point. But, um, yeah, like, from what I've seen, it felt like a musical. It was just a lot of singing. I liked yeah. it a lot. And, and it was right. good. It was good. And singing and dancing, and I, I like my musicals. What would you say it was similar to, just to get us involved <clears> in it? Because sometimes I, I, I don't want to watch it. Well, it's like a throwback to all 50s films, you know, like a Singing in the Rain, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Didn't Emma Stone, did she win an, a big award for this? I think she was up for it, but... That, did she not win it? It was the whole, the whole thing was, where that, she got that, given it. That was the fiasco. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. All right, she, she, she collected the award for... It might not have been her, it might have been the film, maybe, that it was taken back for, but it, she was on stage she, at the time. It was her name right. on the card, right. and that's why he thought it was to ah, do no, with Lala. Yeah, sorry, so her name was on the card, so Emma Stone won, was it Best Actress or something? Supporting Actress. Think so. I don't know. I thought she wasn't the main, the, the main character. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I, as I rewatched this one, I loved it the first time I watched it. I gave it a five out of five. But I thought I might go down a bit on the rewatch, but I actually enjoyed it more, to be honest. Uh, Six out of five. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed it. Gosling is amazing. Emma Stone's amazing. Uh, See, five, I, don't, five, I don't know why John was not watching this, because you, you fancied Ryan Gosling. Didn't I, <laughs> 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 I, I really want to watch it. Like It's, it's the same guy that did. Whiplash, isn't it? Uh, yeah, sorry, Damien Chazelle. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Well, to me, yeah. Whiplash yeah. is totally different. Like, I it's know, a different vibe. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, I think they're going to be separate films, but I do like his well, there is, You know, it is like a, a companion piece to it. It's not a totally different kind of right. thing. Uh, and I love them both. They're both five out of five films. Are you a big so. musical fan, though? Like, uh, not really, films. no. So that's why, it's, that's why it's impressed me that you've given it such a high mm. rating, because it's sat alone from the others yeah. for you. Because you don't really rate the others, and this has come out and... Yeah, I love it. It's yeah, great. you love it. Yeah, that's me done. Five out of five. Cool, cool. So has no, no one played games this week? Is that has that not happened? I've spent so much time watching Twin Peaks. I've literally not done anything else. No, no one's even well, his own child. Yeah, <laughs> Twin Peaks, isn't it? Twin Peaks. <laughs> I've, got to admit, I've been playing Mario Kart 8 all week. 
Morton yeah. Cooper Jr. is the best, my favourite character. Yeah. He's my boy now, so is yeah. He boy? I'm loving that, yeah. Okay. Are you going to keep bringing it in? Because I beat you last time. Yeah, so. I will do. I'll, I'll bring it back in. No, no, you didn't. Whoa, whoa. I beat you The table Ooh. shows that I was <laughs> top of the league. So. No, no, no. 38 points, no, John says differently. <laughs> Alright, should we move on to Twin Peaks then? Oh, yeah. So, this week we've all watched Twin Peaks Firewalk with me, which is the prequel film to Twin Peaks. Fire you on. You yes. say all of us. <laughs> okay. I, I, I mistakenly watched um, Twin Peaks The Missing Pieces. This is the deleted scenes. And mistaken it for the film. <laughs> which I think is great, by the way. I know, I thought it was quite hilarious, but uh, I've not actually watched Firewalk with me. Uh, I, I can talk about the deleted scenes by all means, but but <laughs> the film itself, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with spoilers, but all right, guys, um, I mean, we'll, 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 we'll get on to the deleted scenes anyway. Yeah, we'll get on to it. Alright, so if if you're not aware, Twin Peaks is a, it, used, it was a TV series from, what, 1990, Yeah, 91? ABC TV show from 1990. Yeah, it's gained a cult following, yeah. got very, very high ratings. No, in, in the US it didn't over in, in Europe everyone loved it everyone loved it Japan yeah. I, I read J- loved yeah it. Japan are mad for it <laughs> yeah. I'll give you the I'll give you the a quick rundown of the TV show and then the film because we've all watched well not all we've, most of us Nick yeah, yeah. <laughs> have watched the actual film I mean I've watched the series and you've watched some of the series haven't you most uh, of it okay so Twin Peaks the TV show is the synopsis the series follows an investigation headed by FBI Special Agent Dale Cooper into the murder of homecoming queen Laura Palmer in the fictional town of Twin Peaks, Washington. That's season one of Twin Peaks. Yeah. So, Twin Peaks season one basically starts with a body being washed up. And yeah. the body is Laura Palmer. Palmer, yeah. yeah. The prequel film actually gives you the, the backstory to how Laura Palmer died, who killed her. I think it's her last seven days. Is it her last seven? Yeah, so, yeah, I'm sure in a different territory it was released as the last seven days of Laura. Yeah, Paul. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, John, Sam, you've not watched Twin Peaks the TV series, but you've watched the film. Yes. Now mm-hmm. I cannot imagine watching that film without having any backstory because this is a very dense film. Like, you, it's very hard to break down if you haven't watched any of the TV show. I'm still trying to come to terms with what I watched. <laughs> I think me and John are going to have pretty similar views here that it makes no sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. In a nutshell, it makes no sense and also it leaves you with loads of questions yeah. just about really random things that happen and why they happen and also the fact that I had a dream and it involved Twin Peaks because it confused me before. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would say a lot of the questions are probably answered by the TV show that preceded it. I am yeah, kind I mean, of hoping you will answer them for me now because I don't. Well, want another, yeah. I don't want another dream like last night. Well, John, <laughs> like you've watched Twin Peaks a few, a couple of times, a few times, or just the yeah, I've seen the TV show twice. I think I've, I've watched. I watched season one about a month ago, and then season two. I watched this entire all through this week. I've watched about twenty hours. Yeah. Of Twin Peaks, including the film, so. I think we're probably geared up for any questions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I've got a few myself to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> I have. Before we go on, like, yeah, you watched it in quite a short period of time, like pretty much all of season two. It was very hard. Like I was gonna say, like every time I've watched an episode, I kind of need a break. Yeah, um, I, I, so, yeah, I can't imagine it would have been easy to do that. I forced myself to watch it so that I'd be ready for season three. It's like a shot to this. Uh, no, no, I like I, I, I'm, I'm going to be watching it all this weekend and okay. the film. I'm going to be watching it all ready for Monday. Um, are you, are you going to be happy with spoilers here? Nick? I, I'm, I'm fine with spoilers. Okay. Um, but what I mean is like, like watch, like I feel like you were what episode, uh, episode two on Monday. 
or something of season two. Yeah. And you've watched 20 episodes as yeah. well as a two and a half hour film. <laughs> I have. In five days. And look after a child. And, and look after a child. And work nine to five. And that, that, that's got, that can't be. I don't, I don't feel the same. Well. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like I was the same person I, the, that I was. I, I watched the film <laughs> and I don't feel like I'm the same person. <laughs> I, 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 All right. I feel like you probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much as you would have done had you have maybe watched it possibly, week by week. Possibly wanted to prepare for the film yeah. for the podcast. I think I'm emotionally yeah. scared from what I watched last night. <laughs> well, it's like, I, like I'm, I'm going to give my opinions on the TV show and the film interchangeably because that's just how I've watched it. It may as well have merged I mean, I, I can give my opinion of the series so far. Well, all right, let's 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 go. Um, let's, let's talk about the film. Jono, Sam? You... Can I give you a bit of background first? Of course. Yeah. course. Yeah. On the film, it might, like, it might address some of the issues that you're going to have, Hopefully. to be honest. This film was hated when it came out in yeah. 1992. Everyone got, hated it. Got booed. Got booed at Cannes. I kind of get, get where they're coming from. I imagine yeah, Sam does the thing. Everyone hated it. I watched it when I was about 15 or 16 on video and I loved it. It scared the hell out of me when I was like a teenager. I think uh, that's confused me. I don't know why you were scared. You keep asking me that same well, question. We'll, we'll go into that in detail. I've got we'll all see you. Uh, uh, can, I just, can I just say that in, in, since the film came out, it was booed at the Cannes Can yeah. Film Festival. And it was universally hated, universal negative reviews. As time has gone on, people have started. Well, this is the thing. People now are giving, like, saying like it's amazing. And has it become and... like a kind of cult classic kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's kind of where I'm going with this. I was thinking. That. Did, yeah, John, he, like, go go forward. He did Mulholland Drive in two, in 2001, I think it was. Yes. And that is really similar to this film. It's got no narrative, no plot structure. It's just like a. And that's not got a series to back it up. Either, well, it, it was meant to be a series. Um, yeah. The, it got cancelled, the pilot got cancelled, and it turned it into the it film. Was it, it was originally a, a TV film or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a TV pilot, yeah. And then taken into And they gave it a bit more money. After the show got cancelled, <laughs> it got a bit more money to make it into a film. And people call it the best film of the 2000s and stuff All like right. that. Okay. And I, don't, I just don't get why people love that so much, and yet they hate Firewalk with me, because they're virtually, in a lot of ways, the same film, kind of right. thing. Right. No narrative to them. David Lynch planned this as a trilogy of films originally. This would have been the first of a trilogy of films. Because everyone hated it. Nothing, yeah. You know, there were, no, there were no two or three. Just, just before you want, like, how did that trilogy have played out? Because this is a prequel and it pretty much started just before the series yeah. started. So. Well, I mean, it set stuff up in this film that would have, like, David Bowie's character, Chris Isaac's character, that would have would, would, would it have carried on in the same time period? Or? Well, I was wondering. So, so we, don't, we, well, we actually yeah. don't know any details. We'll, we'll get on to that. Because, um, like, season three. No, I meant the yeah. trilogy of films. Like, w- like, would the second film have like well, carried on from that film, like directly, or would it have gone after this? I think it, it, yeah, nobody knows. No no, that's, that's fair. Well, enough. with you saying that, I was wondering if this series three would have existed had the films been made. It could have been. They could have covered what's been covered now. Maybe it's taken this long <clears> to. I've got some points on that, which we'll get on to. Yeah, I, I, just, I just found it interesting that he was planning a, a, a trilogy of prequel films back then, and then after that, Star Wars did it, The Hobbit did it. You know, it's just ahead of his time again, kind of thing. Twenty years too it, too early, kind of thing. Yeah, I get like he's a, a bit too far ahead of his time. Like, yeah, definitely, that was out of time. Like completely, you know, completely out of sync. People would get him so yeah. many years later. Like you've said, Mulholland Drive. Sorry, like another nine years later. Yeah, they totally get people him. People love it then. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get why people. He's, love he's that. so far advanced. Yeah. To the point where it's confusing. Uh, just another quick point. His daughter Jennifer Lynch actually wrote the book, The Secret yeah. Diary of Law, Secret Diary of Law Partner, yeah. which you can actually buy, like you can read it, kind of thing. That gives you a lot of background in terms of what's going on, clues that. Have kind you of read thing. it? I've not actually not read it. No. Are you, 
So like David David Lynch's son was also in the film. Yeah, playing the grandson. Yeah, the magical grandson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mo- uh, moving corn. He was in, sorry. He was in the show, not in the film. It was too old by the time the film came out. They had to uh, replace him with a lookalike kind of thing. Oh yeah. To be he, honest, he looks like David Lynch. That's kind of one of my points. I was like, is this early corn Slipknot? Like band mask making, like he made a little <laughs> mask with like a pointy nose. I was like, what is the relevance of the mask? <laughs> David Lynch's son did go on to play in Slipknot. Oh, I thought, I thought so. <laughs> just, just a couple of quick points here that like came to wrap up the show. Lynch was told by ABC, you have to tell us who killed Louis Palmer, and he was adamant, I don't want to do that. Like the show, I'm never going to tell you who killed. That's the whole point of the show. It's going to be week by week, just these characters' lives and what they get up to. You're never going to find out who killed Louis Palmer. And they were like, no. You've got to do it, and that is why in the show it feels so weird. When is that one nowhere that Leland is just revealed as the killer? Yeah, you know, when it's in episode eight or nine, I think of series two. Yeah, not even the finale or anything. You know, it just feels really out of place. Um. Yeah. Have you read about how they handed out fake scripts to the staff? Nope. So they they basically David Lynch had handed scripts to all all the the cast, and there were multiple actual scripts for it. So there were different people as the killer in each one, and it was to stop. Stop the actual answer being available. Yeah. So he would tell people one thing, but it wasn't. They weren't filming it, knowing who the killer was. So yeah. even the cast don't know when they're, they're acting. Themselves. So you can't. You can. It won't affect the acting at all. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just don't know. They, they don't know who. They don't know who. You know what's funny? He used that technique now in some of the films. They don't tell yeah, them who the killer is going to be. Yeah. It must. It must involve so much extra work to build. Because <laughs> you're essentially writing. Fake stories a different, a, just to a, try a to completely separate TV show. Like I'd love for some of the fake strips to be actually made. Like <laughs> yeah, and so just going on from that, like uh, that was when Lynch became bitter and a lot less involved with the show in the series two, and uh, he ended up you know virtually doing nothing in the show, and that's why it goes downhill a bit. I feel, uh, and because of that, a lot of the actors felt a bit betrayed by him, and they weren't willing to come back for the film when he was doing the film a year later. That's why Laura Flynn Boyle's not in the film. Right. Kyle McLaughlin's in it for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. He's the main, main star of the show and is in the film for like 10 minutes. Mm. That's why Chris Isaac has to come into it to, to take that part kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I just found it interesting, you know, the background too. It's quite a troubled production from show to film. Uh, that's largely in part because of the studio having... Involvement, yeah. Interfering, yeah. Interfering so much. Yeah, so uh, yeah, go. Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that John, was, you've got a lot of notes here. Yeah, that was a problem I had. Um... Sort of cast members changing, but I thought they were the same people, but they were, they, they were appearing to be two different, completely different people. Like it just, it was down. Well, so you're talking in the context of they were playing the same character, or are you talking when Leland I thought they were and playing Bob the same interchange? Yeah, I, I, I'm imagining you talking about Bob and Leland. I've not seen Bob and Leland, no, because I know the fact that they played effectively the same character, but they are two completely different. Are you talking Bob so, and Leland here? Where Bob no, I'm Toronto... talking near the start of the film where Chris Isaac's in it and stuff, and then all of a sudden well, it changes yeah. to a different actor playing, like you say, in a different... Well, he's Agent Chester Desmond. He's only in the film because they couldn't get McLaughlin to come back for the full film. So they invent this whole subplot of him investigating Theresa Banks' murder a year yeah. earlier. He vanishes, and McLaughlin comes into it for ten minutes, and then it's all about lower See, I feel that's what I didn't get, because you said, watch the first half an hour, and it's like this story, and it... it I got a vibe of it, like, you know, because it plays this music in the background constantly. Remember the old, like, private investigator 1950s NAF kind of movies where they had this 
overlying music that sets oh, well, the mood and tension. That, that is David Lynch. She has like jazz, ambience kind of music. Yeah. Got all this stuff. There's a lot of piano in that. I yeah. literally wrote that down that I felt like it gave it a vibe of this PI thing and almost the way Chris Isaac brought the character. What did you say his name yeah, was? Yeah, Chester Desmond. Chester yeah. Desmond. I feel, I feel even though if, if you... You've not watched TV show yet. I'm, no. I hope, like, I'm hoping you will go and watch it. It's the music is one of the things that I think is universally... Yeah. It's it's uh, a fantastic soundtrack. Yeah, the composer's Angelo Badalamenti. Yeah. And, like, people just rave about his work. That it's, it's uh, like, the, every time you watch the intro to the TV show, which is... The, my, I prefer the TV shows of the film. When you actually listen to the intro and you hear the music throughout the episode, oh, yeah. it's, it's incredible. I mean, I didn't not like the music. I just felt like it, it was setting a tone because of what I was trying to say was it, it coincided with the fact that Chris Isaac playing Chester Desmond acted very... The way that them PIs would in that, you know, very over-dramatised um, the way he was acting. I just didn't really... I didn't really get it. I didn't really get what he was doing. Was that the, was that the detective opposite uh, Keith Sutherland? Yes. Because yeah. Keith Sutherland right. like like again is like over exaggerating sort of like he, the detective sort yeah. of role. Like where he sort of like has the glasses and he puts it in his mouth. He's like, mm, he wears yeah. the bold yeah. tie and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to admit the acting for them too is absolute garbage. In this yeah. film. I, I <laughs> Keith Sutherland's awful. awful. Yeah. <laughs> I love Keith Sutherland but I totally get Chris, Chris Isaac not being very good at acting because that's not what he's for. Yeah, he's he's, he's a singer, isn't he? He's not an actor. I mean, that's David Lynch. He's not so much interested in a performance. He's more interested in whether you're an interesting character or not. I mean, he's totally interesting, but in for the wrong reasons. Yeah. The the actress who played Laura Palmer was actually just a local stage actress. Cheryl Lee. Yeah, yeah she, she wasn't an, an, an actual film actress. Yeah. He'd, he'd spotted her. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what, as well? I, I kind of like I liked it in the film as well, like the way she was. I'll get I'll get onto a couple of the bits, yeah, but we'll, we'll there, some of the way that they've casted characters is really interesting. Yeah, definitely. What I was thinking was, even though I said it was confusing in parts and some of the acting at points was literally, it was painful. <coughs> but I did like where it started, where there was almost a TV. There was a TV smash, then there was a yeah. scream. Well, I mean, that, that's not very subtle, is it? Like, the smash of the TV, you know... I like that. It was this a, was a TV show, now it's... You know, now do you know what I mean? I like it because it just goes... And stands out. You, you're like you're saying, giving it double meaning. Yeah. Are, are you are you taking that as a point? Oh, he's definitely intended that. Is that definitely intended? Well, because he fell out with ABC. It was like, fuck your TV show. <laughs> well, I didn't <laughs> okay, take that as that. Like, I took it as, like, uh, instead of building something, it's just got straight into it, bang. Um, you hear a scream. Obviously, that's then the murder. Yeah. And yeah. then you see a body... In a bag floating down the water. Yeah, Theresa Banks. Yeah. Theresa I, I miss that. I well, don't pick up on I that mean, I feel this whole film is a big fuck you to, like, ABC. As if to say, like... Da is David Lynch the type to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely, yeah. You know, You know more than me on this one. I'll, I'll show you some videos, like, on from YouTube. <laughs> definitely I'll show you some videos. <laughs> what, what, what is it that smashes the TV? It's like, a, big, it's like uh, a bar, like a, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a wooden mallet or something. Or, like, a... a or an axe. Is it, like, it might have been an axe, maybe, because yeah. He's been t the TV show's been axed. Is that what you're trying to well, say? Well, okay, maybe. Possibly, but in the deleted scenes as well, Leyland, there's a scene where Leyland walks into, like, when they're around the dinner table, and he's saying, like, they've got oh, more God, yeah. Like, cause I, I made the mistake, basically, of watching the deleted scenes before watching anything brilliant. else about Twin Peaks, which ruined me. Um, but there's a scene in that where he sort of, like, he's, he walks into the dining room and he's like, he is mad. Like, he, oh, yeah. he, he comes across completely mad. But yeah. Like, he turns around and he goes back to the fireplace, and above the fireplace 
he turns this board over and it, there's an axe on the other side. So yeah. I was wondering whether like it could be that is part of the, the axe going through the TV. And that. I think it could be. I didn't pick up on. I know that. you didn't That's see it, John, but it's almost like it blacks out after it hits it, and you see something wooden, like John's saying. But the sounds metal, yeah. so it could he, be the axe that was, he beats us to death with like a wooden pole or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then it just goes. I'm not sure it's in the same scene. Obviously, that's in his house. Oh, the TV. Oh, the TV smash though was when it kills Teresa Banks with a yeah. wooden pole. Yeah, because right, we okay. we don't see anything else. It literally like it it hits it in blacks, yeah. and then the screen goes, and then you just see this body in the water. Mm. So it's yeah. kind of a an odd start, but yeah, a, it's a direct start. It's direct, isn't it? Very. Yeah. But just going back to your earlier point about how you were confused about characters playing two parts almost, I don't think Twin Peaks is for you. Because in the show, Cheryl Lee literally plays two characters. She's Laura Palmer and her cousin uh, Nadia, I think it is. Or Matt Maddie, her cousin Maddie, who also gets killed. That's... <laughs> yeah, I mean, so... I'm not saying I don't, I just. Uh, it, it, it was confusing. I wasn't saying I, I, I didn't like it, I just said with the, with the film having a lot to follow as it was, it didn't make it any easier for me to sort of pick up where I meant. Yeah. I found little parts in it, you know, the little first segment, the Theresa Banks murder. I did like some of the little bits in it. Um, when they go and visit the deputy's sheriff's office and he... Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, you see the picture him by the, No, he grabs him by the nose. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, like, puts him, like, that Chester Desmond grabs the deputy by the nose because they're yeah. making some really poor jokes. Like, the coffee was made... But you see... Like, two days ago. I've actually got a quote for that. Why don't you have some coffee? It was fresh about two days ago. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it. Him and the receptionist were wetting themselves laughing. Yeah, so we just grabbed him by the nose. <laughs> it was funny. It's, there's a, an, another picture. Quote. Cable Ben Steele. Is yeah. that, the, is that yeah. the picture you're talking about? Sure. No, I was I was gonna bring up the uh, the bit where it's like we're looking for a ring, and he was like, "We've got a telephone here. It's got a small ring." <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant in his room. There's a picture by the door, and it yeah, it's amazing. Says, the sheriff yeah. cable is Ben Steele. Well, He's got really really <laughs> <laughs> so so that, that is also a deleted scene. Yeah. That so is like, pretty yeah. funny. That well, this is, shows him bending sorry. the steel. Oh, he literally bends the steel. Oh my god! Yeah, like because of that, that's all I've watched the deleted scene. So basically, there's a there's a face off between. Sort of like, I'm gonna say, Keith Summons there as well, but like the two police officers there with the secretary from the police station. Yeah, yeah. don't know why she's there. She's just, like, she just well, doing anything. And then the F- FBI sort of, um, body like, oh, I can't remember what, what you'd call him. Oh, Chester Desmond. No, 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 like the FBI guy in the hat, and the, they'll, they'll take the body away. Oh, he's like, oh, he's okay. the coroner. The coroner. Yeah. <clears throat> They're all stood there, and I have no idea why they're there. Basically, there's a standoff in the middle of nowhere. But it doesn't. Nothing farm. happens. It just goes straight out. No, no, this is a deleted no, scene. Delete oh, scene. So like, <clears throat> but this is where it goes into the bar thing. So that they are like, he gets a bar, like the, the police officer, and just puts it above his head, like like in the picture, and just starts to bend it. <laughs> and he's like, what the? It's like, but, and then happened. they have this fight, and it's the most awful fight scene <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Do you know what's really daft? In the film, it's literally they're both having this standoff, like you're saying, with the coroner, there, and it just literally goes. They say something to each other, and then it just skips straight to outside. Where he, I think he says something like, "You're not taking the body, the the sheriff." Yeah. Then it goes straight to being outside, and the body's getting put in the back of the yeah, van, yeah. and he's like, "You go to Portland with the body," and he's just like, "What? How the fuck has this happened?" Just going on from that, uh, you mentioned like Deer Park there, which is where that sheriff and his deputies are. The reason that's there, it's like an evil Twin Peaks, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's the flip side of, you, you guys haven't watched the show, but yeah. in the show you have Twin Peaks, they're all nice and friendly, a blonde receptionist. They're actually literally the flip side of that. They're not helpful, they're awful to them. <laughs> yeah. It's a very deliberate thing he's done there. I mean, I, I've got a few questions. 
Well, I've not actually seen the film, but like <laughs> just, from, from watching no, the missing pieces. No, 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 literally, literally, I have like, um, like with um, you know, um, Dale Cooper. I I seen a scene, and it's probably got no relevance at all. This question, but basically, like it'll have relevance to like scene basically, five, basically, four. Basically, all 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 I want to know is like, did, did like he's got this this friend Diane, hasn't he? He's always talking to her on, on this thing. And in this deleted scene, he stood outside this room and he's just looking in the room going, oh, nice um, well, um, nice to see you, Diane. Um, yeah. Just having this conversation with this Diane. Yeah, and, like, and you'd never Diane, get... Diane, you've changed something. Yeah, yeah. And you never, find it. I'll find and, you never, and you never actually see Diane. He's just, never see he's Diane? just no. looking in this room, She's talking to this Diane. See, so um, in the film, you don't actually see any more of her then, no. That's great, though. In, in the TV show, you hear him speaking to Diane. No, no, no I've, I've, seen, I've seen that. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. But like in the film, I loved it. Well, in the deleted scenes, I loved it because he was just talking into this door frame. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, you've changed something, haven't you, Diane? Kind of thing. And he's and, doing like a really weird, like rubbing against the door frame. <laughs> 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 it's the weirdest thing. No, I, I really like that because you never actually learn Diane's surname through the entire TV yeah. show. And the fact that in the film, in the deleted scenes, He's having a personal con- no, not personal, but he's he's but, with in the same vicinity as Diane. He's literally talking to her through through a door frame, but you're, he you all you see is him talking into this door frame. For for people who haven't seen the the series, like uh, Cooper speaks to Diane through what is it? Just a it's like a voice recorder. Voice recorder. Isn't it? Yeah. That's the only way he communicates with Diane. You never hear Diane speak. And then obviously in the film, in the deleted scenes. She doesn't speak back, to be fair. She never <laughs> yeah, speaks never back. Heard, heard. It's just him like, having a full conversation. Like, he, it's a one-sided conversation. I like that. Uh, and, yeah, That's I, how Diane should be. <laughs> I, I, I found that... Like, I was wondering if the film um, you know, added any more to No Diane at all. No. Well, that's fair enough. Um, there's barely any Carl McLaughlin, to be honest. There's probably more Carl McLaughlin in the deleted yeah, scenes. Yeah, because I was just that film. But, like... I think we spoke about this um, off the podcast. Um, that um, the scene where um, David Bowie comes in oh, and yeah. he's in the office is that in the film as well? That's in the film. It's because yeah. like like David Bowie comes in mm. and he's like, "You're you're not um, Dale yeah. Cooper." Or I mean, this will have relevance for anyone who's, who's finished the series. This is yeah, this is what, what we're going to get into. He's pointing at Agent Cooper, saying, "He isn't what you think he is." Yeah. The reason being, at the end of the show, Bob. Takes over. Yeah, let's let's get let's get on to that. Yeah. Well, the the deleted scenes. Have you seen all the deleted scenes? I watched about an hour of them. Because at the end of the deleted scenes, like again, we spoke about this off the, but apparently this is the last scene in the series. But the last scene. Are we jumping straight to the end of Twin Peaks season two? Well, we're just just going back and forth. I think at the moment, just. It's like fucking Twin Peaks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The the last scene of the, the missing pieces. Dale Cooper's like in a bathroom and he bangs his head against this mirror. Which is the end of the That's show. the end of scene. I would have told Nicholas and, and, and okay. I know he's told me about it, but like yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I couldn't figure out. I was like, why is he like that? I don't get no, it. Like, but like, like, I understand now. But, so you, yeah. you tell me that in the missing pieces, which is the deleted scenes from the film, there's a scene that pretty much mirrors the finale but, of... No, this is the thing. I think they're just putting the end of series two. Yeah. Literally, literally smash his head against the mirror. Then like the, the the police officer like the police officer in there and I'm sat there going, wait, this is a prequel. Why they've not met? Yeah, they? they've not met. And and then then they bang against the door and and then he just lies on the carpet. <laughs> I think so the lying on the carpet bit is not in the final episode. Oh, is it? No, no, this this what well, I was going to say. His head and then he looks at the cam. He, he looks towards the camera and goes, yeah, and he laughs. That was Annie. The, no, no, he the, the, the deleted scenes are extended versions of what you'll see in the okay. TV show. I've not seen the TV oh, show. Oh, is that what it is? Because when you're saying like David Bowie goes into the police station, 
the deleted scene is much longer than what happens in the film, and this oh, also so yeah, this it's also happens. Version of it, right? yeah, yeah, it also happens. In I was other confused about that well. because yeah. you know Cam McLaughlin's character, he kept doing this thing where he was trying to appear on the CCTV and then get straight that. into the room yeah. and then do that. And why, when he had a dream that he was going to see this on the camera, well, why did then David Bowie enter? He teleported in there, <laughs> and he was still stood in front of the camera, but he was in the room watching himself because on the camera. he's not Agent. That's that's Bob. It's not Agent Cooper. See, I, I did. I totally didn't get that. All right, John, have you got any further questions that like John could answer? Well, that was that was literally it. I was like. Who is Who, David Bowie? Okay, yeah. Why does he just? I feel. Appear? I feel what we need to do is we need to present your notes and we need to talk about the actual TV show to give context to this film, because yeah. John and Sam have watched the film here and there is no context at all. And the problem is, I think if you watch that film without watching it, uh, watching the TV series, it's not a good film. You won't okay. get it. It's, okay. You just will not get it. Okay. Do you follow me on this? Oh, oh, I, follow you, yeah. We totally follow you in this, but the film is another matter. That's yeah, what yeah, say. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, well, John, like, go through your notes for the film. Like, I don't know if it'll work like because he's not a TV show. Like, what do you want to do? Talk about the TV show first. Yeah, do that. Okay. If you want, yeah. Let's talk about the TV show. All right. Like season one for me was a cracking season. Absolutely, it was cracking. Like the 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 way the I've I've seen some reviews and this is a. Not a general consensus, but there seems to be an opinion that's held by a lot of people that season one is, it's a masterpiece. Season one of, of Twin Peaks. Yeah. Season two starts off, for me, I'm talking on a personal opinion here, oh, season yeah, two totally starts off you. really well and then goes completely off the rails. Whilst I still enjoyed it, it turns into like a, a strange supernatural soap. <laughs> like, yeah, bit, stuff bit, happens. Is that what you were saying before, though? Is that when David Lynch, yeah, David Lynch wasn't involved at that point connected? that much? Is that all right? Did David Lynch stop being involved, though? After the Leland reveal. Was it David about was... episode 10, Matt? Yeah. Because, like, I've watched up to about episode 10, and the last two episodes I watched, I've, I was so engaged in those episodes. Like, the, 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 I, I could not keep my eyes off the screen. They were amazing, them two episodes. It, it goes into a lot of like really weird stuff that has... There's no big arc. Well, there's a big arc. To it, <laughs> like The story arcs are not... They're, they're, they're minor things. Like, there are a couple of ben, minor things. I mean, the, the worst of it is, is Benjamin Horn. Going mental. When he's going mental. <laughs> and he, he turns into general... Yeah, Custer or whatever. Yeah, is, and he, he relives the... American Civil War. Yeah, that's the worst of it. Because that's mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and then um, Audrey's character like completely changes from He's being like this sort of sultry, seductive, str yeah. like strange odd like a, girl, a sex kitten kind of thing. Yeah, to her. being like, oh, I'm in charge and I'm yeah. an authoritative figure. And I read about it. The actress who played her didn't want to take part in Miss Twin Peaks. So there's an episode. I think it's like the second. It's the penultimate episode oh, of the show. I forgot about that. Yeah. There's a show about Miss Twin Peaks. It's like who's going to be crowned Miss Twin Peaks. And originally they wanted Audrey to be in the competition, but the actress was like, "Well, this doesn't fit my character." And so to get her into the scene, because she needed to be in that scene because of what happened, they gave her a speech role before the before the main Twin Peaks like Miss Twin Peaks show, and I thought that was interesting. The, yeah. the, some of the actors and actresses had a bit of control over their character, but well, rightly so as well. To me. Yeah, I, like that's that's the thing. Like I look at this show, and you look at the music, and you look at the, music and cinematography are absolutely one hundred percent top notch on this. the The show goes off the rails, probably 
probably a third of the way into season two. John, would you agree you've, you've watched yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Well, I, mean, I want to say off the rails. There's a couple of... You know, it, it's not as good as it was before. For me, the finale, which is directed by Lynch, he came back for the finale. That's as good as anything from yeah. the start of the show kind of thing. I, do you remember the finale of season two? Yeah. It... That episode is nightmarish. So yeah, the majority, the majority of the episode takes place in. So you'll have seen it in the film, the room the with Lodge. the red curtains, yeah. like in Black Lodge. Yeah. So the majority of the film takes place there, and it's absolutely mental because you're watching it after watching twenty nine episodes, and then you go to that one, and you're like, what? on earth is going on well, here they were the bits we were confused but like they were just appearing in red in the red room with the red with the small man in the red yeah. suit yeah. And, yeah. and the other man with one arm but just it, see, they, they, with you, that though that is meant to be confusing you know what I mean you're not meant to no, I totally get exactly that because like you said didn't you say the way he spoke they, re, he, they did it back they literally filmed the entire scene backwards and then reversed and then, it and then yeah. played it because it made his way he was speaking kind of went high in certain points no, that's, be, that's yeah. because it like, like instead of just saying like like from the series anyway, he says like, "Would you like some coffee?" But he would just said, "Whatever." Like, it's like Joe, you, you, <laughs> how how would you say? Um... Yeah, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm sure you've been practicing this one. I can do it, but I, I can't. Would you like some coffee? Like they would have said that, uh, like, would you like some coffee? But in reverse, and then they would have just flipped the. Uh... Because every time you say a word, you peek. At yeah, the yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, like this, this, this thing. That character they cast as the um, the dwarf in that those scenes. He could already speak backwards. That was a skill he'd learned as a child. So he already knew how to fluently speak backwards. Mm. So we didn't even need meant... to flip it. <laughs> you are. He didn't even need to flip it. Do you know what I didn't get when he spoke and then he went. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Started yeah. doing some bad <laughs> speaking, and we're just like, "What is I this?" I am the arm, and I speak like this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the arm. What? <laughs> like, in the deleted scenes, there's, there's an extended version of what how it happens in that room, and oh. it is it, it goes on for far too. Like, it goes, no, I, it goes on for. I uh, loved it though. I actually loved <clears> them. I was in hysterics watching it. I was just yeah. like, I can't he's believe this. I think you are meant to find it funny some of it as well. Lynch is known for his humour, and a lot, a lot of it is meant to be, you know, if you laugh, you meant you are meant to laugh. Or something, it's you know? like I had flashbacks of crack. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, was this when you were drunk or when you were from work? <laughs> I, I imagine you found the Black Lodge now in Poland. <laughs> That's just where you were. Black Lodge is every every pub in Poland. The Black Lodge. No, like like with with Twin Peaks, it's like John and Sam. You've both watched the film and not the show. The problem that got, the the reason that got booed in in cinemas is that people wanted more of the TV show and it wasn't the TV yeah. show like the TV show is this really insular like show where it takes place in like a very small number of places yeah. when you go to the film they're showing shots of Philadelphia and like a school bus <laughs> in the middle of nowhere yeah it's yeah. Philadelphia and Portland and you don't you don't even. like people wanted more Twin Peaks even yeah. though the ratings went down during season two. When you actually watch Twin Peaks, you can probably name about ten different scenes, like as as in like sceneries, like sets. That other than that, it's a very, it, there's nothing like there's no outlandish strange places. It's all set in this tiny little town yeah. in the middle of nowhere, and you recognize the scenes. So it's the police station. It's like the Leo's high school. House, the high school. Completely did not get that from the film. It felt like every every. Scene was in a different place. But I, that's, it never that's, came back to a different That's one of the reasons that like, I think I've earned, it's a negative of the film that it doesn't take, doesn't take, it probably, the, the idea was probably to take it a bit more wider. But yeah. Twin Peaks, the TV show, is such an insular small thing and it's 
that's what I kind of re- it's a comfy watch. I know I said the same yeah. about Stardew Valley last week, but it's a comfy watch. Where I, 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 w- you... I wouldn't totally agree with that. It's not okay. I don't think it's meant to be a comfy watch. No, like, sorry, I don't mean comfy watch. With the film, like Lynch is adamant with the film that this is, he's literally doing things the audience don't want to do. He's not interested in giving the audience what they want. He's doing the complete opposite of that. Can I clarify? Comfy watch. Yeah. Um, comfy watch. I mean, like you can watch it and. The places you see are familiar to you, so you can watch episode oh, one. Oh no, yeah, totally, yeah. You watch episode one or episode twenty-eight, and yeah. you will know the scene that they will be filming in because yeah. there's there's only a handful of places they actually film the episodes. But that's the thing. I feel like Lynch was so kind of jaded by that point that he went the complete other way. He made the film and thought, "I'm not giving people anything of what they want. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm not going to go back and tell what happened to Cal McLaughlin. I'm going to go yeah. earlier and tell you how low Palmer died. Nobody, nobody cared about that. You know what no. I mean? But so when you everyone knew when they watched yeah, the everyone knows, show, yeah. everyone knows that's pretty cool film. Show, yeah. I know, like John and Tommy, you haven't watched the film, the uh, TV show, but everyone knows how that goes down. So, like, why he made a prequel film in the first place, yeah. I really cannot understand at this point. That was fine. Because there, there, there are things in the TV show that you never get a sort of resolution to that would have been a, gr- a better film. And yeah. I know you're saying about there was the idea of doing a trilogy of films. This could have been the first one, the prequel. But the pre- I'm, I'm really not bothered about what happened in that film. See, I'm, I'm different to you. Like it, going back to the Prometheus thing, everyone hates Prometheus because it's before Alien. It doesn't do anything what Alien's doing. I love that. I, I don't want to see Alien again. I want to see some, something different. You want to see, yeah. And, you know, it's a similar feeling with this film kind of thing. Just got a few more uh, notes here to go on to. Uh, an example of the, like Lynch's humour. A scene near the start of the film where Agent Desmond has pulled over a school bus full of prostitutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <You> see that? <laughs> just random, uh, <laughs> random humour. Really strange, yeah. Yep. Just... I don't baffled by that soon. Yeah. Yeah. I just find it funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know that David Lynch plays Gordon Cole? I do, I do, yeah. I did, did recognise him. Guy. He's the deaf one that keeps shouting. He keeps going, Hello, are you there? <laughs> Agent Cooper! He was in the series as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. the TV show, yeah. That's David actually Lynch. David Lynch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, again, just, he can't act, he just puts himself in I it. Just say, I only knew that through like looking at IMDb. But, like, Same, that's a scene that he was Did in. he have a big role in the TV show? Isn't it, it quite a bit? It's, it's a minor role, but he's in it. He's a recurring character, like, yeah. he comes back in. Uh, John, you mentioned before the character of Lil. Yes. Passing the information to Adrian right. Desmond. You're not a fan. For, no, for anyone that doesn't know who Lil is, Lil is. Say it, John. What, what is she? Well, Gordon Cole wheels her out to give information to Agent Desmond. And she does some weird dance, scrunching her face up. In the, in the red dress? In the yeah, red basically, dress. she's okay. got red hair, a red dress, a pale blue flower on her uh, left rose, side. Yeah. But apparently, a body language gives messages without well, her saying any words. Yeah, Gordon Cole tells her, Agent Cooper, she's my mother's sister's girl, which means the uncle's missing. That's the yeah. clue. You know, just, just random stuff. Were the, like se- the, the stitchings a different colour on the pocket means yeah. something else? And she's wearing a blue rose on her but shirt. But he won't tell. But who's the who's Kiefer Sutherland's character? Sam. He won't tell Sam what the blue rose means. Yeah. yeah. He keeps asking the question, "What's the blue rose mean?" He keeps saying, "Oh, I well, can't tell you that." This is, no one knows what that no means. No one knows. Like people have theories about it. But it's everything. It's like the way she moves her mouth and the way she turns herself round. She like makes she, a fist and the way her fist. feet. Are, yeah, the way yeah, the feet's yeah. tapping means it's going to be uh, a lot a of leg like work. work. Yeah. It's so bizarre. It's like getting all this information, but why is it necessary? Because you're not being recorded. So yeah. do you, you know what I mean? It could be done in a much easier manner. Yeah, I get it. It's not interesting logic. It's, <laughs> it's totally difficult. Yeah. 
Uh, going on from that, the Blue Rose thing, there's a few theories about it, like you guys have watched the show. Do you remember Operation Blue Book at all from the TV show? Uh, have, I, have I seen this? I've not popped all season two. Oh, you might not have seen have it. Have I not seen it? Operation Blue Book. Mean anything to you there? Uh, it's the the army major guy, I can't think what it's called. Oh, the, Bobby's the arm, dad. Bobby's dad. Right. The army are basically working on Operation yeah. Blue Book. Oh, Don this. Yeah, which is causing the whole... Well, basically Twin Peaks to be weird. You know, kind of okay. thing. It's almost like a, a missed kind of alternate alternate reality yeah. kind of thing. And the theory is that the, the Blue Rose murders, are the victims are because of the Operation Blue Book. It's just okay. one of the theories that's out there. No, no one knows whether it's true or not kind of thing. But right, okay. Yeah, going back to the show. One really awful bit. Teresa Banks' fingernail being popped off. And oh, and yeah. oh. there's a letter T underneath. A letter T, yeah. The, That's going so, back to the show. Yeah, going back to the, the show. show like, a lot of that, wasn't yeah, it? Like, the, he kept pulling little letters out of people's nails. Yeah, it's yeah. like under the nails, or is it in the mouth, one of them? The different areas, aren't they? It was yeah. so funny, yeah. he was just like looking, examined most of the body, nothing, and all of a sudden he's like, I think there's someone under a fingernail, and he, yeah. like, he gets this like big sort of portable microscope, which could be really small but it's this humongous green box that he carries around everywhere I was going to say he's carrying it since the beginning oh, yeah, the yeah, there's like no need for it <laughs> but yeah. those letters like, like didn't he pull like, a letter from under Laura Palmer's name as well yeah I'm assuming it's going to spell Twin Peaks no, I can't <laughs> remember. It starts with a T, so I've watched like... the show for like two years. So I can't remember now what they spelled out. They? I don't think it spells anything. Out. I think it's just. Are you sure? I thought it meant something, but I can't think now. Yeah. I was going to bring up a point. I was thinking, you know, when the agents from the first thirty-minute part of the sort of I'd call it a mini film because it has no. It just yeah. says it's a year before, where he says since he's been missing and there's a car there and it says let's rock on the. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that. Uh, Agent Cooper turns up. The cars there with Let's Rock in yeah. red on the on the yeah. thingy. The only reason that's significant is the first thing that the the little guy in the red room tells Agent Cooper is Let's Rock. But when he right. turns up in the show, so he, he needs so it's he a way knows he's looking for it. Yeah. When he hears that, the show is like I've heard this before. Like and it was it was on Agent Desmond's car. Yeah. My only other throwback to that first thirty minutes was the relevance to the ring with the green sort of almost. Emerald. Well, that wasn't in the show at all. That's totally new for the film. That they they put this ring in there. It's, it's almost like like a dead arm. It gives you that that, that 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 was a lot in the deleted scene. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. the can, ring. Can you explain that? Because I don't get it. Because it, it said. Um, I don't, again, <laughs> no one, no one gets it. I don't know because like yeah. like that they they get the the I assume I assume I can call them prostitutes. Well, the Teresa one. Uh, like Banks. she 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 had Teresa it Banks. in in the deleted scene. She had it on her in the deleted yeah. scene. And I, f- I think she seemed to pretty much go mad at that point. Like, as soon yeah. as she got the ring, it's like that ring somehow the the, the reason for... I think that's the... what it's supposed to be. No, yeah. Anyone who wears it goes mad and dies, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's... that's like, I think I think she got it, and then um, I think a nurse got it off her in the, in the, in the oh, deleted scene, this is, anyway. Yeah. And she instantly just looked nuts. Yeah. I think Laura Palmer got after her. She did, yeah. She um, ended up with it, but she didn't know how she ended up with it. I think it was through the picture that she was given by the old lady. There's a picture of a door. No, she it? ends up with it at the very end. It just turns up in the train cart. But Alright. There is a little bit before though, you know, when the agent finds it before he goes missing. And he finds it under the trailer. But then when we go yeah. back to see that yeah. same trailer part, the trailer's missing. Yeah, the trailer's just gone by that point, yeah. 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 Okay, uh... I was gonna say my point towards the ring was the fact that he found it so easily, it was like he knew where to go and find it. Because well, he walked in the opposite direction, didn't he, he to where he'd be directed, like he and he was saying, like, oh, where are you going? Like, again, this is like that, that trailer we went to, 
is the trailer owned at the time by the grandmother and the grandson. You oh, because what? he says like they all it's the same. Surname, yeah, so that's it? why he goes that way, and they're in the show as well. In the film, they're called Chalfont. In the show, they're called Tremaine. Right. The theory against all theories, the theory being that they mentioned that the people before them in the, in the trailer were called Chalfont, as if wherever they live, they take on the surname of the people who lived there before. In the show, the culture remains because they live in a different place. Right. And okay. they take on the name of a diff- different family. <laughs> wow. It's, 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 it's <laughs> mental. <laughs> uh, yeah. I had something more like the ring then. I forgot what it was. No, yeah. Just, yeah. Well, I don't know. You mentioned earlier, I like the fact uh, we're 35 minutes in before the Twin Peaks theme kicks in. You see the the, the town lower, yeah. lower panel. I see what you mean because you didn't you say that the first scene was out just outside the town or did? You? Well, that's Portland and Port- yeah, yeah, the first 35 minutes is a day park. A day park, yeah. It, yeah. Didn't it say it was called like the Fat Trout something? Fat Trout Trailer Park. Trailer Park. Ah, yeah, yeah. And again, going back to the the film idea, the only reason that Agent Desmond was in there. It was meant to be a spin-off. It was meant, you know, there were meant to be other films telling you what happened to him, what happened to David Bowie, all that thing, all that kind of stuff. And, so. they, cause, cause well, they, and that's where the trilogy of films would have come in. Yeah, like possibly. Each kind of thing. And because the film, everyone hated it, which didn't happen. That's so. fair enough. Yeah. Uh, going back to last week, bit of a Nightmare on Elm Street comparison. Did you get that at all? Those um, with a family being terrorised in a, in a middle-class house by a demon. Yeah, I, I can see where you get that. It comes at night, through the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but... I didn't. I didn't pick it. I wouldn't have. I no, I, I kind of got a bit of a feeling of it, but and with the painting. Uh, yeah, the painting. The pa- so it's a picture. It's like yeah. I don't. I didn't know if it was a picture or a painting, but it was basically just of a room with a door, and the door was. It was. It was slightly red. Yeah. So I. To- I totally yeah. think it must be the meaning of the red room. It's worth noting as well that there's a picture of Laura when that ends most of the episodes. Oh, there's yeah. a picture of Laura, and when the credits come up, it's it's a photo of her looking forwards. In the film, they use a slightly different photo where she's looking in a different direction. Oh, I don't, I don't know that. I just yeah. think it's the same stock photo. Yeah, so it looks yeah. exactly the same, but when you actually look at them together, they're yeah. different photos, and she's one of them she's looking straight forward, and the one in the film she's looking towards the camera in the shot that I've seen. Right. I, I, yeah, I never knew yeah, that. I I, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. Just use the same photo. photo. Like, <laughs> uh, another like, just a weird little theory here. Did you notice the constant references to telephone poles in the film? Yeah, yeah they kept looking at the mast. They were showing the numbers on the mast. Yeah. They kept going. Telephone pole number six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got onto that, but I didn't know what the relevance was. And like, it's all stood out to me. I never knew really what it was. Even in the box set, the Blu-ray box set, there's a big picture of it. And they, you know what I mean? They wouldn't put it on there if it wasn't kind yeah, of yeah, it wasn't a deal. You know what I mean? And uh, some of the theories I found online, people think that the evil of Twin Peaks travels through like power lines or something. Right. And I know that sounds really goofy, but it, it, it kind of does make sense because there's one bit in the uh, in the Black Lodge or one of those weird cutscenes where one voice just goes electricity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of you know that could be a thing like that could, could actually uh, that could be the uh, conduit. Yeah, and like David Lynch does say that all of his films make sense. You've just got to work it out. Like you know, he won't tell anyone what they mean, but there okay. is a logic behind them. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, uh, and David Bowie as well. Maybe he's travelling through like power lines or whatever. But yeah, he, like he, he did most of his time with his music though, didn't he? So. <laughs> Dave, Dave Bowie's like supposed to be in season three. I don't know if he filmed the scenes that he was supposed to be in before he died. He died. It was meant to be. I don't think he is though. Did he not actually come through? Sure, no. And it's weird. Like Miguel Ferrer, who's like a, a famous actor from the eighties, was in the show. 
He's uh, Albert. Uh, the FBI agent. One yeah. of the best characters in the show. Yeah, I liked him, yeah. I yeah. thought he was good. Uh, he's in the new show, but he died in January, so... No! Yeah, dad would be alive, yeah. Thomas Davis is dead as well. He won't be um, in the evening, will he? Was that before the show was filmed? Thomas uh, um, Davis, do you know, he's, he's the general, isn't he? Yeah, the army uh, general. Oh, has he died as well? He, he died in about uh, 2010 This is dead yeah. sad for me, because I've just watched the show. <laughs> Didn't yeah. someone else die from Twin Peaks? They did. A couple of weeks ago. Well, this, like, this is, I don't know if that's the one you mean, but there was a doctor in it who like is like 91 in real life, and it yeah. brought him back for Series 3. You know the doctor who, who treats all the families in, in the TV show? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. old doctor. He's 91 in real life. He yeah. died like a month ago. And it's like, I'd heard someone <laughs> died recently and it said a list of things he'd been in. Twin yeah. Peaks was one of them. Yeah, the um, the log lady who's, I wouldn't say a pivotal, well, she's not She's not a main character of the TV series, she's but she's recurring. like a pivotal character. She's a recurring character. Recurring character. She, on the Blu-ray, she gives an intro to every episode, if you want to watch that. Yeah. She died in 2015. Oh, she, I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. Wait, where have oh. we just... God, I've been after the FBI one, and now you're gutted about the log lady? Yeah, I, I thought she'd be in... Like, end the show, let's just have a <laughs> so, so, like, I mean, I've not seen the end of the second season, but, like, is, does Donis Davis look like he's going to have, like, another role in this third season? Well, after that, uh, or... the way it finished was he basically told Cooper about the Black Lodge, is that right? Because so, so like, he, had, he, he got a message for Cooper through, like, this weird... So thing. do you reckon, like, he could have been in the third season if... Yeah, probably. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. I, I know he died, it, like, was it 2008 or... Yeah. Uh, Around that time, anyway. Um, Can we talk about Andy from the, t- the Twin Peaks series? Andy. Andy is the goofy, dopey... Oh, well, it's not in the film, is he? No, uh, yeah. Well, he's not in the film at all, yeah. so John oh, and Sam, you won't have met him. He was in the deleted yeah, scenes. Yeah, cut scenes. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> right. He was in the deleted scenes. Yeah. Harry he's, Truman, yeah. he's one of the best characters from Twin Peaks. For me. Oh, do you think so? I was not oh. really into the whole Andy and uh, what's the, the blonde receptionist called? Uh, is it Laura? No, it's not Laura. It's. Oh, I, can't. I know you know, I mean, I was not really into yeah, that it's, personally. But. Oh, Andy was great. Did you not like the scene, like this, just in the TV show, where it's him and the guy called Dick? Where they don't know who's, they've both slept with the receptionist and they don't know who. Oh yeah. Is. yeah. And when they find little Nikki, who's like, parents yeah. died and there's like a really really sad backstory to it. <laughs> but before you find that out, Andy and Dick are talking about this child saying, "I think he's like the the son of the devil," and <laughs> it's just this dead. <laughs> the, the one of the bits where Dick tells him about a story of him, and the camera slowly zooms in on Andy's face. And just, you know how bad some of the effects are in the original Twin Peaks yeah, TV series? Yeah. The, like a little fiery circle appears next to Andy's head and it's just Nicky <laughs> dressed as a devil going, <laughs> just just on, on the scene and Andy's like, oh my God. <laughs> because Andy's just a dopey police officer. So, I love Andy. Sam, you might have met him like if, when you watched the deleted scenes. Like there was a bit in the police station, um, and and there was two police officers at the end of the table. There was a really dopey one, and one with like long hair. Yeah, uh, it it was in like the first half of the. So I think you might have seen it um, to be honest. It was in the first half. I think it was. Um, but like, yeah, you might have watched it if you watched that. I'm I don't not... know if you. Were... I can't really. All I'm doing with the deleted scenes is referencing them. No, that's films, fair so I don't enough. Know but really. Yeah, I, I, like it, that the deleted scenes I watched anyway. They were in it like. Um, oh, who's the uh, sheriff of the you know, one with the curly hair in the sheriff? He was talking to him, I can't remember what he said to him, and Andy just kind of blankly stared for like a couple of minutes. 
and he's like, oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I see what you're saying. You, you're saying, you're saying that, um, you, that you're saying we need to come do this, and you're like, no, I just don't think about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's like the, the most dopey re- response <laughs> I've ever seen. What, one of the interesting, one of the interesting things about Andy is that he was actually just once David Lynch's driver, and that's how he got a job in Twin Peaks as the dopey police deputy. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Lynch again being a bit quirky. Like, like, giving yeah, like, like whilst we talk about that, Killer Bob wasn't actually supposed to be in the film. He was one of the... I can't remember if he was the costume designer or, like, the set designer, but they caught him in a, in the mirror of one of the shots. Is this in the film? Is it the film or the TV series? This is in the TV series. He said the film, so I was like... Yeah, so TV I feel and like film. he was in the series first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they were shooting a scene and they accidentally caught his face in the mirror in one of the shots. And they were like... You, you, that was creepy. Yeah. Um, um, we're, we're, we're gonna put you as like the main bad guy in the <laughs> And it's just like the set designer and he was just a guy. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. But well, it's just... great. It's like, cause Killer Bob's like, he's not a bad actor at all in that film. No. He, he's, he's creepy as fuck. Well. Really <laughs> creepy. And yeah, they, he was, he was basically hired for that role, not as an actor, but just being caught in a mirror off shot. Yeah. And that goes to what you were saying earlier, John, about how it's just a, a strange casting sometimes. If you yeah. if you look the part... If you... he th- thinks you look interesting, you know, that's yeah. all he cares about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, to- he totally looked interesting to me. He was... Bored. He did border on Creepy. And especially yeah. some of the, sh- the shots, you know, like you... Well, I'm literally the next note here. Yeah. Get into the stuff that scared me. You, you claim not to be scared by it. I'm not scared by it. I was... It was weird. Like, I find this film, like, pretty terrifying, some of it. The... The bit where Lower Palmer's talking to uh, the shut-in, Lenny Von Dolan, and uh, she, she tells him, fire walk with me, and her face just turns blue with black lips. Oh, yeah. And she has, a, that, that, and she has really that, yellow teeth. I find that pretty, pretty scary. Who is that man that she's talking to? Because he starts crying. Again, it's from a TV show. Uh, the only reason it's in the film is that she leaves her diary with him in the TV show. Yeah, because it, it does say in that, it says... <clears throat> she does mention the diary to me, he does get it. Yeah, and it's a shot and he can't leave the house, so like that's why she goes to the scene. Yeah, and I, w- I wondered why he didn't chase her when she ran off. They kissed and she ran off. Yeah. And he, just st- he stayed by the door with the with the, the diary, with the yeah. missing page. But he, I wondered why he couldn't leave to go after her. Yeah, he's a shot and he's got like, I can't think what it's called now when he can't leave the house. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought, yeah. yeah. Uh, another scary thing, the ceiling fan. I find that pretty terrifying. Right, that, that, that the, the ceiling fan just bit. Yeah. just it's relevant to what it is. It, it must be every time he sneaks into the girl's bedroom well, because he's drugged up the wife. Whenever he turns that on, he's Bob pretty much. Well, uh, basically, yeah. The point we're trying to make is that the father it, it keeps creeping into the bedroom, which is yeah. And there's a cut scene, which I'm, I'm assuming you guys have seen, where the ceiling fan talks to her. Yeah. It says I want to taste through your mouth, which is like just mental. <laughs> it's the, that's a deleted scene as well, where yeah. it's sort of like, because in in the film, sort of like, there's a there's a shot of up the stairs and the ceiling fan, and the ceiling fan is going in slow motion. You hear, yeah. you hear yeah. it talking a little I, bit. I, I remember seeing this like she's like walking up the stairs, isn't she? And then yeah. and she's just kind of looking up. In the deleted scene, basically she looks at the uh, ceiling fan for like a good minute. And she is just mesmerized by what's going on, and like she has like a, a really straight face, but, but in this minute, it slowly sort of creeps into like a really like weird. A manic, grin. That, and, 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 and her face cut. is like kind of grinning in it. Yeah, like, it goes, like, so you see her sort of yeah. smiling, oh, and sort yeah. of eyes widening, and, and then it just like and cuts, and then she just like it, turns and, and runs, because, runs down the stairs. It's, it's because like, it's yeah. because her mum's like 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 Laura yeah, kind yeah. of thing. It's like yeah, okay. But in the film, you just don't get any of that. She, I think she just 
you hear the, you hear the the fan and it's talking a little bit, but she just runs past it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's these other bits as well, like the the bit I was talking about where he gives. It must be a day, a nightly thing. He gives the wife pills. Well, this she is my highlight of the film. Yeah, that, that's what's coming on to like right. Bob in the bedroom. Yeah. 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 Go on. Go on. Explain, well, explain your uh, Again, I find it terrifying. Like he, he's basically Bob. He drugs the mother with that drug. But milk. he seems to do it regularly. Yeah, yeah. She, she's, she, she looks like, like she's a, a, an addict. You right. can see. He, he, he uh, drugs her with the milk, turns the ceiling fan on, and the next thing you know, Laura's in a bed. In a bed. And, and she, Bob's creeping in through the window. I, I think that's slightly before that, that though, just before the fan comes on, it's preparation for bedtime. So part of the scene's him sort of giving her the the mother the milk. Laura's in her bedroom. She has two lines of cocaine <laughs> before she goes to bed. I, just I just think, a knockoff. <laughs> I think, no, I get the impression she started taking the drugs to phase out the actual event. Yeah, it, it, it's a recurring event. It's a theory. You could... Why would anyone take two lines of cocaine before bed? Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, I think her drug abuse is because she's been abused That's by how Bob, that's but... how she has that no. link with Bobby. Not No, Bob. but like surely like when no, um Alright, let me let me say when 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 Bob crawls through the window and Which starts, is what John says is the one of I the I find that scary. terrifying that bit when yeah, or, Bob's yeah, through yeah, the window yeah. peeking No, in yeah, yeah, but the, the moment that she reacts and sees Leland's face and which is her dad. Yeah, she she's she's, she's shocked to the point on that scene where she doesn't realise that it's Leland, her dad. Yeah. So I I'm not saying her coke abuse is because of it being her dad. Maybe the coke abuse I'm is not because saying it's of, because of her dad, it's because of the general what's happening to her. But, but she not. she was a terror away anyway. If like yeah, in the told. in the diary that was released, which was like John said, written by David Lynch's daughter, she had like forty sexual partners and she was like eighteen. Well, well, we well, she's well, well into the drugs. But yeah, to be fair was, though, she was first raped by Bob when she was twelve. That's true. So that's like true. that's what messed her up kind of thing. See. So she's been getting raped by her dad. Since she was twelve years old, <laughs> 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 it's so it's so messed up that. She... But then, that, that, what I'm trying to say is like that she doesn't she she, she doesn't know it's Leland. Know it yeah. There's even one bit earlier in the film where she catches him at home. I mean that's creepy as well. When she goes to her, into her yeah. bedroom and Bob's behind he's, the he's cabinet. He's there trying to yeah, and she's like and she, she asks him the per the pertinent question. Were you home at this time? Yeah. Did you take? And he says you... no at first, and then. But he goes, then "Oh, I might have been." Because obviously there's a page missing out of the diary, which yeah. highlights who. Her speaking about Bob, isn't it? Speaking about. Yeah. So we, even though she's seen him then, she, I still don't think she believed it until Leland appeared. Until he physically, until she physically grabbed okay. his face and caught him during. Yeah. Mid. And just another quick point: going to the train car at the end of the uh, end of the film, there's a bit where she's tied up, and Leland tells her. Well, how does he word it now? Uh, I never, I never knew. I never, I never thought kn you knew it was me. Or was it the other way around? And then Bob tells her no. on the other side. Oh, so Leland says I always thought, thought you knew, knew it was, it was me. me. And Bob tells her I never thought you knew it was me. So they like, Bob thought he was appearing to his Leland. Mm. When in fact, to her, he was always appearing as Bob. He was always appearing Right, okay. <laughs> Just a weird this... little thing like that. Yeah, I mean, like like in the show, like spoilers for when you do watch it, is like Leland finally realises what's happened when he's been, he's been arrested and put in a jail cell and Bob exits his body after slamming his head against the wall. So... And Leland... See, I no, didn't... No, no, like, no, I was like, just going to say, like, in the, in the film, like, it, does it go past... Like, it goes well past safe. this. Leland doesn't realise that he's doing it. Like, I've seen that far yeah, in the yeah, series, so it goes as I, far I, as that in the film. It goes as far as Leland realising in a jail cell what has happened and that he's okay. been possessed to 
basically raping murder his own daughter. Oh, wow. But he realizes this in the final few seconds, and and Killer Bob basically tells Cooper and the rest of them, "I'm gonna make him realize just before he dies what has happened." And Leland obviously, yeah, he's he's completely he's gonna die. He's got like a head injury. He finally realizes what's going on, and he basically says like. I can't believe what I've done. I've killed yeah. my own daughter. And like, it's been my body that has that it. done all of this. It's really messed up when you, yeah. when you think about yeah. it. I didn't know what the, the link, why, why there was a Bob and why, you know, like with Bob and Leland, I didn't know he was possessed by him. I did, I just thought it was a... Okay, well, well I thought this, was, like, there's some, there's some deeper theories of what actually Well, I happening. thought it was a coping mechanism for her. Well, it's, okay, that's a theory as well. well, well we definitely come back to that. We'll, we'll I, I want to come back up to that as well. So. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I like yeah, yeah, definitely. Come back to that. I'm on your. Carry on with the film, and then we'll yeah. come back to that. Uh, quick quote, Laura. So you want to fuck the homecoming queen? Quite, quite yeah, that was pretty good. That was the two word to put that into into scenery. She goes to a bar after she's been with her best friend, and she's saying, "You're not coming with me." And she yeah. goes to a bar on her own, and two men come and sit near her, and she grabs him by she grabs him by the balls. One of them doesn't she? And she basically says that to him, doesn't she? So you want to fuck the homecoming queen? Yeah. Then Donna does turn up, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. well, she's there. Her. She's there watching well, yeah. the two men and to sort of, like, go to the table and give her a drink and whatever. And she comes over and she tries to be like her, but that's not what Laura wants for Donna. She's like, you're not like me. Yeah. She go freaks out saying, this life isn't for you. This isn't I don't want you to yeah. be like me. Yeah. yeah. I never wanted this yeah. for you. Uh, just another quick thing. Uh, you guys won't get this, but Annie in the film... Turns up in Laura's bed for like five seconds. Yeah. Which yeah. is Cooper's like girlfriend from the show who he's trying to save at the end of the show. Well, I, oh, it's oh, like, oh, like you won't, you will not yeah. get that at all. I'll just finish though. It, it, she tells Laura, Good Dale is in the Black Lodge. Write it in your diary. And she doesn't do it. And it's like that would have like solved right. everything. That, 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 right, that bit where she basically tells Laura, Cooper is in the Good Lodge. The black, the black, black lodge. Sorry, the, no, good, the, the good Cooper is in the black. The lodge. good Cooper. Sweet. So Laura, Laura, like, why I'm, why I'm gathering from this, like, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but the entire series, Cooper's uh, the bad Cooper. No, no. Well, this is the other oh. thing going on from this. <laughs> Lynch has got a thing about time is cyclical, like. It's the same with Mulholland Drive. My theory of that film is the start of the film is the end. Like, oh, right, like, okay. yeah. So, like, Annie, in the Black Lodge, time isn't relative. So, like, Annie appears to Laura before Cooper is bad Cooper. But she's telling her the good Cooper's in the Black Lodge. It's, it's, it's always, a, he's always there. Like, you know what I mean? It's, John, would you would you agree that it's like, it is dream sequences and, like, dreaming of the future? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So when, when, Very like, dreamlike, definitely. Yeah, like, where, when Annie appears and says that the good Cooper is in the Black Lodge. That has such a significant. Like, I watched you this have film to watch the show to get just that, after yeah. the season two finale. That has a massive significance because the final scene of season two, spoilers, is that it's you've seen it because it's in the deleted scenes, <laughs> but it's Cooper slamming his head against the mirror, and in the mirror reflection, it's Bob. So Bob has taken over Cooper's body as the doppelganger, and, that's and the how good it finishes. Yeah, yeah, and that's how <laughs> the entire show finishes. It's this massive cliffhanger, and Maybe. the good Cooper, like. And he says, is in the Black Lodge. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to jump ahead to the end of the film quickly. Okay. The film finishes with Cooper with his arm on, on uh, Laura's shoulder in the Black Lodge. Yeah. And that's the good Cooper. They're both, they're both just trapped in the Black Lodge. <laughs> there's, there's like, n not to jump around everywhere, but in the, it's the, either the final episode, the, the penultimate episode, Laura says to Cooper, 
we'll meet again in 25 years. Yes, even 25 years. Which, yeah, which, which just... blows my mind yeah. that that was released in 91 and then the film in 92. And then in 2017, we've gone back to Twin Peaks. In real like, time. <laughs> in real time, we've, we've gone back. And they've said we're so going we to meet again so in 25 years. we get to see Dale Cooper, who has aged 25 years. <laughs> but this is it. Like, there's a yeah. scene where he wears makeup and he's wearing makeup to make himself look like 30 years old. Now he doesn't have to. But now he actually looks like the character that he wore the makeup for in 1990. And it's like, yeah. my mind is blown. blown. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's amazing, the... The, the 25 years passing, I, like, I was looking at what David Lynch has done recently, film-wise, and it is a load of shorts and videos yeah, and stuff like that. The like, last thing he's done was like 11 years ago, that was his last like, significant film. Yeah, it's last yeah. significant film. It's just like he's been waiting for this like point where he's gone, right, now it's time to do Twin Peaks. It's like, yeah, it's like he went into hibernation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. doing a lot of musical I was going to ask about the... Um... The Laura being in bed thing doesn't like her dead body appear next door. That's Annie. Sorry. Yeah, that's Annie. They're very similar looking. I, yeah. I don't can, know if that's on no, purpose. No, but when she when she like, when she appears in the bed next to it, obviously she looks like she's been murdered because she's got the blue complexion, blood the blood on her face. But she's just talking to her like normal, and she doesn't even flinch talking to it. It's not even like it's it's not normal. Yeah. But to be fair, if if Bob keeps appearing in your fucking room every <laughs> night, then this is get used to it. Yeah, yeah, this is no different. Yeah. Uh, another quick point. Uh, Leland tells Teresa Banks, "You look at my the, 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 the prostitute. You look at my dog. You look at my daughter. Yeah, and like tall yeah. creeper. Like that. That for me is but the horror." Having, well. he keep, yeah, <laughs> he, does, he keeps having them visions, doesn't he? And it's like a a brown haired woman and his daughter speaking, but it's almost as if it's Teresa Banks. But then he keeps giving in his daughter's head, and he wanted like didn't he didn't he pay no, for sorry, it? No, yeah, what it was. He arranged a threesome with Theresa Banks. Foursome. I've read about this. Oh, sorry, foursome. Foursome. It is four. And I've read about foursome. <laughs> he says to her, get, get your girlfriends, I'm up for it. Yeah. And his daughter's one of the friends, like if she calls him. Yeah. So he's like, shit. Because he, asks, he, he yeah. gives them money and he goes, right. He, oh, does, yeah. he just throws the money yeah. at her. She's at like a, checking out. one of them hotel, motel, holiday in places where yeah. he throws the fucking money. And after he walks away, the little grandson walks out again, starts jumping about. Yeah. And you hear, uh, how's it worded? Uh, the black dog runs at night. Repeats about like five times. Yeah, really quietly. No idea what that means. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But is that the first time Leland finds out what his daughter Laura does? Maybe. Because I don't think Possibly. I don't think I. From from what I gathered from it, I felt like he liked taking her innocence away from it. Leland with, with Leland, Bob inside him, obviously. That's it. Like Leland, like my theory on this is Leland does not know what's going on. No, yeah, I just mean the okay. character when he's obviously got Bob inside him. I think he liked taking the innocence away from her. But when he realizes how sexually active she is and that she's a so-called prostitute escort type person, it's that's when he turns. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not like after watching the TV show. I can't subscribe to that. If like, you watch, like, you, if you watch the film, you'll, you'll you'll see it. I'm more with John on this. I think right. it's literally just like a, it's a switch, uh, an allegory for like a coping mechanism. Like she's just getting abused by a dad, basically. Okay. You know, yeah, like, I, can, I can accept the fear. It's all dressed up as a demon and stuff. But I think it's just a, a teenager. It's just a teenager right. developing a drug habit to deal with a, a father. Okay. You know, he, you know what I mean. It's just a. And he's using. Like you say, he needs to bang to get Bob out of him. Like he's using that as his own coping mechanism. 
for what he's actually doing. He'd never. There's no start realization that he's he's just an abuser. I can accept the theory, but on the flip side, Bob is actually literally a literal character in the film. That's why it's confusing. There's like a, a double meaning. Bob could be perceived to be a coping yeah. mechanism, but also the fact that he's a real legitimate. I think, it, I think it's what you take away from it, basically. You know, that must be what David Lynch must be getting. The fact that yeah. he can give two meanings and people can make valid I'll, points I'll, to both. I'll get onto this like before before we finish, but it's like. The, the the TV show and the film it's abstract like the point the is that you are you are going to take away what you want to take away from this it's this TV show and the film is less about this is a TV show and a film this is more about this is an art piece whether you like it or not it's meant know. to make you feel something as opposed to yeah. make sense kind of thing it's 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 left out open ended pretty much most of the conclusions yeah but it's it, that's what this is it's it's a piece of it's a it's a work of art yeah you're not supposed you to like understand it or not. you're not supposed to fully understand it you're supposed to just appreciate it and yeah and that, that's all, pretty we'll get on to our ratings but that's pretty much how i fall on it okay okay move on uh talk about things making sense i want your gammon balls yeah remember this at all yeah it means pain and sorrow another theory i've found online is that that could literally mean the cream corn which is all over this film for some reason yeah you see someone film. slurping a really corn. weird close-up of somebody eating cream corn yeah people think that's the garmin bosey <laughs> yeah the little guy in the black lodge eats this cream corn as the pain and sorrow he tells bob i want your garmin bosey so he wants and his he, pain and sorrow he throws his blood on the floor okay. yeah and then the, the blood just disappears yeah just a weird little uh the, that, that's disgusting that cream corn scene it's it so close he's, up, he's like. sucking it in yeah like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, the bit where Bobby shoots the deputy from Deer Park. Right. That was what I was going to tell you. That is that is one of my visual, what a visually good scene, and it's the the shot in the back of the head. For yeah. Me. All right. So like Johnny, you you enjoyed that visually. Where, yeah. From from watching the TV show, that's out of character for Bobby. Bobby's oh, a bit f- no no I don't know well, Bobby fair, in the film's manic isn't he well to be fair the guy drew a gun on him so like he was literally he like, just defended yeah. yeah. no, no, yeah, after he shot the police officer he seems shocked that he yeah, he done yeah that. That, that's what I'm saying it's like what I, what I liked about that I've just watched 30 episodes of him being just a fucking klutz uh, yeah, and, then, and then he just <laughs> shoots a guy he might be a klutz but he's also very possessive towards Laura where have you been who have you been with he's it's a constant so, question <sighs> so to come back to the show yeah this is another thing where Lynch had to put it in there because in the show the I think Shelley mentions that Bobby kills someone. Uh, and so that's why they have to put it in there. Right. It's showing, yeah, actually, he yeah. does kill someone, you know. Yeah, he does. He doesn't but mean to do it, but... When I was saying it's visually, what happens is he shoots him twice, and it's just, they're just general body shots. So the deputy spins and falls forward. Yeah. He then shoots him, and it the back of the head splatters, but he goes over to check on him, and he li- literally picks him up, and you can see... He, he turns his mashed, head. A mashed and skull, can't you? Yeah, but then, then Laura that, just because she's so they're, they're so wasted aren't they like, well I don't think it's like, I mean I found that funny myself to but be she honest. starts laughing and he's like it's not a laughing it's yeah, like yeah, not yeah. a laughing it's not matter a joke, it's yeah. not a joke Listen, and, I, I love Laura you know I found that funny myself do you know what honest. I thought artist, <laughs> do you know what I thought was funny and this must play into what Joe's saying about him being a bit of a klutz and a bit dozy help me bury him little handful oh, yeah. of his, like, <laughs> dirt on his back that what you've said about him that that must be it. He's like trying to bury <laughs> yeah. him with a little handful and just like, yeah. like, like what the fuck are you doing? Just final point on Bobby here is that Bobby's character develops during the TV show quite rapidly. Yeah, he's he's a klutz, and whilst you, he's always a klutz, he moves up and up and up in the world in the world of Twin Peaks. Yeah, and then you go back to the film and he's shooting a guy in the head. But it's yeah. it's a it's a drug deal that was way way out of where it should have been. Like the the bag of what they were buying 
um, seem like it was just they were wasted. Him well, and Laura were wasted. I don't know why they were trying to set up a drug deal. I mean, with what what turned out to be the deputy of the, of the deputy sheriff. Going back to the show, like not, it's not even drugs they're selling them. It's like baby laxative. Like it's, it's a scam yeah, it's, basically. Yeah. Them and Leo were scamming everyone, cutting it with baby laxative. So like you know, there's like a complete goofballs kind of thing. You know. Okay, just got one one more point. Philip Michael Gerard, who was in the TV show, the one armed man. Yeah. Yeah. He turns up in the film. Yeah. Driving like camper van. <laughs> but he's going. He's erratically driving behind. It comes from the scene that we had earlier where um, Laura and Donna are having that conversation about the night after after being roofied, as John would say, and Leland comes to pick her up to go for a meal with the mother. So him and Laura are driving. This man appears in like a camper van, erratically driving behind them like yeah. this. But they're behind like a, a tanker, stop at a light. The, the van goes mad, goes round, comes right up next to him and almost starts shouting well, just, abuse. Just a quick point as well, that there's a few things in the film that don't tie up with the TV show. And Lynn, I guess Lynch doesn't care. But no. Like Philip Michael Gerard didn't know that Leland was Bob in the TV show. And yet now, now all of a sudden this Stopping him in traffic. He's shouting abuse at him. He's yeah. shouting at the daughter. Yeah. He's almost scurrying him. But it looks like Leland has some sort of weird episode where he's just sat at the wheel like this, yeah. just slowly raging. And it's like, it's it's really bizarre. But also with that, like, Bobby didn't know Jack in the TV show. In the film, he knows him. You know, it's just a little thing. They forgot just about little daft thing. Like, but just a quick quote when he pulls up. Did you guys hear what he told him? Told Leland at the car? When he I read him? it afterwards. Oh, you read it afterwards? Yeah. Oh, well. Doom, so I, think it, I think it's quite revealing that. He shouts at him, a bit of a dramatic reading. Uh, you stole the corn. I had it canned over the store and missed the look on her face when it was opened. <laughs> there was a stillness, like the formica table. The thread will be torn, Mr Palmer. The thread will be torn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear a word of that in the film. No, you can't. Yeah. You would have needed subtitles because I didn't know it was ramblings because it was so daft she couldn't understand what was being said. Yeah. The filmmaker table is like the. It's the table they're sat at in the in that uh, little room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Time yeah. Because yeah. again, they mentioned electricity. They mentioned filmmaker oh, table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it do, it does mean something, but I think, yeah, I think it's the cream corn thing being pain and sorrow kind of thing. All right. Well, I've I've got the me my last few points. The, these quick points on on some things that you might have noticed during the TV show. Um. So basically, do you know the the Black Lodge or the place with the red curtain? Yes. Did you notice the floor was like a chevron pattern? It's like a black and white, yeah. That's that's a that's a nod to David Lynch's film Eraserhead. Oh, I didn't know that. So like Eraserhead has the scene with that same chevron pattern. I've not seen Eraserhead so I can't. I've not myself, no. But that's a nod back to one of his previous films. Uh, I've got my facts I've got from BuzzFeed. Okay. <laughs> I never usually look <laughs> at them, <laughs> but uh, yeah, David Lynch thought Cheryl Lee, which is Laura Palmer, yep. had been so great as Laura Palmer that he wrote the part of her cousin Madeline Maddie Ferguson just to keep Cheryl in the show. So if you watch the TV show, she's died, Laura's yeah. died, but he liked the actress so much that he cast a role for her cousin to come into it and pretend to be Laura... Just to get her in the show. Just to get her back in the show. And then obviously yeah. he made the film with her, so he was obviously a huge fan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was... I. I she was pretty much the made the film. Yeah. The way yeah. she acted, there was little segments. She, she, yeah. she was good, even to the point where she turned Bobby just with a smile. I think Laura Palmer screaming is one of the scariest things. Like yeah, it's blood She's got a weird scream. There's, there's, like, there's, there's a scene at the, the end of um, season two 
and it was it's her screaming yeah. and it's awful it is quite horrifying her, like it gets to you like, but David Lynch like saying like he casts kind of her back into it as a cousin like I, when I was looking through IMDB and a lot of his films a lot of like um, a lot of actors and actresses are in like his films throughout like different oh if he likes you he likes you like is it um, McEachern Oh. Um, Kyle he was in Blue Velvet just to mention yeah. Blue Velvet that's one of the Blu-rays John's got in his bag isn't it yeah well I was, I'm waiting for the final scores come back to that come back to that uh, I've got la- last two points about Twin Peaks one of the other facts I read was that Joanne Chen and Chris Mulkey who plays Joanne Chen is the the, uh, the, the, the love interest of the sheriff yeah, and she owns the Packard uh, sawmill. Yeah, she does. Uh, Chris Mulkey is Hank, who is um, what's her name's the the, oh, the, 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 the one who's in prison, the diner owner. Yeah, Dian- Yeah, they they drank each other's blood in the TV show. Like that was really happened. So there's a scene oh. where he he pricks Joanne's thumb and the actress Joanne and actually sucks his thumb and drinks the blood. It's not so bad. It's not is it. From the way you made well, it out, it's like you drank blood, but they're just having a little taste. It, it, it's not. It caused a lot of a lot of stuff in the press. The right. Press. I, I mean, it, 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 it probably would because like back when these were made, it was a big deal for like back in like the late eighties, early nineties. AIDS was a big thing. Exactly. That's oh, yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Anything blood related, just like diseases, yeah. was all of the news. Movies were made. It's it, so like for that would be a big shocker. I mean, like people were told what definitely to not do, and all of a sudden they're doing this. My my last real point about Twin Peaks was that this is from Buzzfeed as well. Uh, David Lynch and Mark Frost had a whole plan for a season three arc when the show ended back in nineteen ninety one, and so perhaps maybe now. In season three, we'll finally see it 26 years later. He's been waiting, just waiting and hiding. Um, like, as I mentioned earlier, they mention at the end of season two, we'll meet again in 25 years. And yeah. I love the fact that it's been 25 it's years. Been pure, it's purely relevant. I don't know whether they they plan to do it that way or whether it's, it's just so happens that was it, that was mentioned and now yeah, he's, he's done it and it's just... But also Lynch this week in the media was saying that Firewalk with Me is integral to season three of yeah. Twin Peaks. So okay. I think a lot a lot of what we discussed tonight will come up in in the next yeah. series. Yeah, good. Cool. Alright, well let let's sort of ratings for the film. Yeah. I think we've all got our things. You go on. you guys go first. I'm, I'm gonna like what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say that I would give the T V show a four and a half out of five. I'm gonna say that whilst not the enti- I didn't enjoy the entire show of from start to finish. I enjoyed a lot of it and it was something that I was always interested in and I could always put an episode on, even though I watched it all in, in a week, I could put an episode <laughs> on and enjoy the setting and where I was and what was happening and the general feel of the show. And I would give it a four, four and a half. It'd be a week four and a half, but I, that's what I'd give the TV show for the film. I really don't know if I can give a rating for it. Oh, you've got to. <laughs> but, like, you have to rate So it. I have to give a rating to the film. Because yeah. the film... If I, like John Owen Sam, like if I rated that film without watching the TV show, I'd give it like a one out of five. I'd be like, what See, is I, this? I find that really interesting. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But like with the context behind it, and I know you can look at it as a piece of art on its own, I'm still going to give it quite a low rating of maybe like, I'd, pr- I'd probably give the film a two out of five. And that's whilst I'm taking into account that people like it these days and that, People can see now what it it 
it's ahead of its time and people are now appreciating what it does. I'm still giving it a two out of five because the TV show is much better than that film. So should we, should we move on, John? I was going to say, can I lead on to that? I made a note and the bottom one, what does that say? Worst film I have ever finished. Right, <laughs> right. Well, not, not an opinion that I wasn't <clears throat> expecting. I, if I don't like a film, sometimes I won't finish watching it. That was a film that I didn't like, but I felt it was relevant to finish. Yeah, okay. I would have given it a one. But since you've been telling me about the deleted scenes and potentially what links what, and you, and you know your explanations as to what questions I had, I'll give it a two. Because you've upped it because my brain's making sense of something that happened 24 hours ago. Okay. Which I feel like David Lynch might want in people. I'll, I'll tip in on John's sort of like rating now because I, I, I think I walked into work this morning and I just had to. Joe. Yeah, it's the worst Twin Peaks is an awful yeah. film. But I echo what John's saying. Putting all this together, having a talk about it, putting the deleted scenes in, referencing those into it, I think my rating has gone up and I'll probably give it the same a two. Because I feel like I've not seen the TV show and it feels like the film relies heavily on seeing the TV show. So as a standalone watching the film, yeah. I don't think it makes just complete <laughs> sense and stuff like that. Because what the deleted scenes didn't give us... You are telling me that the the TV show should. If your film, if you're viewing the film as a standalone piece, like I, it's I, shocking. It makes no it's, sense. shocking. It's, it's not. It's not what. Well, it's the point to I was going to make before was if the deleted scenes and the movie had been put into one, that would have made total. Uh, to me, it would have made at least enough sense for me to not lose sleep over the fact that I couldn't work it out. But I feel like it's benefited David Lynch because the way John's explained his character. The fact you've just took pieces out and made it so abstract, like you were saying before, that looks like it's benefited him. I know he said he, he bombed at can, but this this hurt, what I, like like to to sort of like before we come to Nick's rating, like to to verify how I'm looking at this is like the TV show I enjoyed, the film I didn't like really enjoy because it took it removed all of the elements of the TV show that I didn't like. If I was to like review Switch it as it. a piece of art, no, if I was to review it as like a an entire piece. I don't know if I'd give it like a five out of five, but I don't know why I would give it that because I, it's just, it baffles my head this this entire TV show and film to be honest. Mm. Nick, let, oh, let's yeah. go on to you. What what was your rate to it? How do you rate the yeah. the, the film? <laughs> the missing piece. I've not seen the film. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I can't. How would you rate the missing, the missing pieces? pieces? I'd, I'd like honestly like I I watched the missing pieces thinking it was a film. <laughs> <laughs> so like. I, I I would give it a good three out of five, like right. for the missing piece. Okay, that, 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 that's the incredible t- that you've done. No, that. no, no, no. <laughs> like, like I, I've watched the series. I've watched the series, and like I would give the series like a good four. You gonna watch yeah. the? You gonna watch the movie? I, I'm, I'm going to watch it like this weekend, but like. I'd give the series a good four out of five. And I've loved the series so far. And like I loved all the references in the deleted scenes to the series. And yeah. That's that's the main reason I'd, really I'd, high, I'd rate it higher than you have rated the I film. <laughs> I, didn't <laughs> to be honest. You, I didn't know you could give deleted scenes. I didn't know they'd make sense because they're just bits you've took out. I, 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 don't, I don't know, but like I've I read the synopsis on IMDb for the missing pieces, and it, it's supposed to be like the the, the deleted scenes put together to you make know, sense like, as yeah. a film yeah. that's, re- that's like, really it, bizarre it, I was it, it has been put together to make sense as a film on its own yeah alright okay, John do you want to Nick said that I think you might be on my side when, once you watch the film I'm going out 5 out of 5 for the film love the film yeah mm. I've always loved it I knew we'd have ranging opinions what? Yeah. have you seen the deleted scenes though 
Yeah. Yeah, you have, yeah. So well, that's nothing to do with my five out of five rating. You're doing it as a standalone. So, so hang on, can I just stop this? We've had have we had two five out of five ratings on this podcast up to now? I've given two fives. What yeah, John has he given Jesse James. Gave... Jesse sorry, yeah, I gave Watchmen, you gave Jesse James yeah. and you're giving five, five stars. With me, yeah, five stars, yeah. But okay. I yeah. totally get I I'm totally going to sit back and just take this in. You know what's funny? I've, yeah. I've got a two, but I totally get why. The way John was talking about before, I totally get why you gave it I, five. I get why you're giving it five. Him. That's the maddest thing. Yeah, I, I mentioned earlier, I watched this when I was like 15 or 16. I hadn't watched the TV show at that point. And it terrified me. I, I loved it. it, it, I, I, find it I still find it scary now. It's scarier than all the horror stuff coming out nowadays. Yeah. yeah. That is a lot of shit today. Though. And, uh, just, just to throw a question out here. Would you give it a five out of five regardless of the TV show? Because yeah, because that's I mean when I first watched it, yeah. I hadn't seen oh. the TV show. But you I, still I give it five out five. five, five, five what well, I was going to yeah. say oh, was. Oh wait, so were you watched five out of me before the series? Yeah, yeah, when I was like fifteen. Or so. Yeah, really? Yeah. I, 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 I only watched the TV show when it came on DVD in like so you, so you, so so you watched it before the series and still loved the film. Yeah. Oh, well, that's amazing. Do you love yeah. the film more than you love the series? I might do. That's a question. Yeah, I think I might do. To be honest. Yeah. I can't. Because we've got You've give it a five rating. But if, if the series also gets a five rating, which is the better? With both five stars for me. Yeah, that's what I mean. That, 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 are, are you, I, hang on, can I can just ask, are you giving Twin Peaks the TV series a five as well? Five as well, yeah. Okay, I definitely, can get on board more with that. Yeah. Because that, that is a piece of art. It's and just... I don't want to think I'm only doing it now because it's back in the media, it's popular again. You can check my letterboxd account. I gave, I've always given this five stars over yeah. the years. When I was a three-year-old like toddler. I would believe you. When no, I was a three-year-old, I was like, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> just when you're a three-year-old and your letterboxd account. <laughs> just, <laughs> just before we finish off, like with season three starting, and some of us have seen the film, some of us have just watched the deleted scenes, Nick, and some of us have watched like, the TV show and the film. How are we are we looking forward to season three? Because I cannot wait for season three. I really I cannot. Mean, I've not even fully fully finished season two, and I still I can't wait yeah. for season three. I'll base I'll base it when I start watching the series. If I can get into the series, I'll t I'll tell you. But it'd have to be. Can a... I tell you a one line synopsis of series three? Yeah. It's Agent Cooper's Odyssey back to Twin Peaks. I'm yeah. Just starting it's alone. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't I'm, wait. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Sammy, are you interested in this before it starts? <clears throat> like. After watching the film, it didn't make sense, and it's only through a lot of input from you guys who have seen the TV show and like the deleted scenes and stuff like that, that the the film's only just making a little bit of sense, and it's making yeah. me. D originally, I thought, no, there's no way I'm gonna be even bother with a TV show. Like, not gonna put like a week's worth of twenty hours like watching. It. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, not gonna bother doing that. But after talking about it, I'd feel like. There's a, there's a chance I might actually take a, a risk on the show and sort of... Yeah, like, there's, definitely, there's definitely a reason to watch the first 10 episodes at least and just see how you go with it. And then yeah. after that, you could probably... You've probably learned enough from this podcast Yeah, that you could watch... <laughs> I'll, I'll get around to season three in about six years' time. <laughs> Do you know what would have been funny, though? I reckon if we'd watched it together... It'd have made more sense because I might have been able to drop a couple of questions yeah, maybe, just for you to yeah. Pit, fill, yeah, yeah. fill the hole straight yeah, away. Yeah, all right, well, let, let, let's, let's finish off here, guys. Um, before we get on to the social media, Ooh. I have some breaking news. Ooh. Oh, breaking news. You're going to put like a... Am I put, <laughs> put a little sting in. Woo-woo, <laughs> 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 breaking news. Uh, this, is, this is from news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Huge breaking news this Friday afternoon as 
Deadline, I'm assuming this is where this source is, is reporting that Sony's Venom movie is officially happening with Tom Hardy starring as the title character and Zombieland's Ruben Fleischer, Fleischer. Fleischer directing. So right. that's breaking news to the end of the podcast. We've got Venom with Tom Hardy playing Venom. Wow. Venom. Venom. I had no interest in Venom at all, but now that Tom Hardy's playing Do you know what's funny? How great is that? Tom Hardy doesn't just appeal to women. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. All right, that's that's all we got for breaking news. <laughs> that's literally it. Just yeah. confirm that's not part of the, the MCU, by the way. That's no, no, that'll be the some... Marvel Comic Universe. <laughs> Marvel Comic Universe. <laughs> 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 that, that, that'll be Sony's standalone film. That yeah, it. it'll be yeah, it'll be dead similar to Spider-Man one when he took that over. Well, they originally planned it, didn't they? But yeah, then like then everything just bombed. So like, oh fuck it, let's go with MCU. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's let's finish off. John, have you got the social media links to give? Yeah, if you want to contact us on Twitter, it's at DST Podcast, and then obviously our Instagram is at DST uh, DST Podcast Four. That's the number four. Yep, and at Taylor nineteen eighty. Uh, Rubik's Football at Rubik's Football on Twitter. I'm at yeah, it's Joe Y E H I T S J O E. I'm uh, at DSTE Nick. And I'm at Jono88 Jono. But all of them can be found on the central page and we're right at the top. So if you want to hit us up, follow us, do whatever, that's fine. At DSTE Podcast? Yeah. Perfect. Sounds good. All right. Well, I've enjoyed this episode. It's went on a bit long. It's but been a good I've, I've enjoyed the Twin Peaks discussion. I enjoyed um, the coffee and the cherry pie. It's been nice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like a coffee? <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm, I think a weight's been lifted off my brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish it off. Well, thanks for listening. This has been episode eight of Don't Spoil the Ending. I've been Joe, and you've all been Nick, Jono, John, and Sam. Yes, we have. Name checked you all. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye. 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 I want my gammon balls here. It says like (laughs) Pegasus.